afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. Welcome into the show. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, welcoming you into this inaugural episode of Voyager Part 4. And who is here to discuss the launch, discuss the content, learn a little bit? Yeah, we've got some learnings to impart upon you. We're going to do all that today. I'd like to begin, as we most typically do, with a Talking Trek server sound off. Tactical Cream is kicking us off today on server 27. Thank you, Mud on 24. Clapping a Kirk on server 9. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Vic Nice on server 40. Iron Man on 34. Uh, Aquila Hawk on server 21. Thank you. Captain Q on 57. To Paul on 159. Crazy on server 24. Zandy's the Great on server 12. Wolf on 49. It's Hunter on server 28. Dr. Juby straight out of server 61. Eddie on 14. Thank you. Smoke Mohawk on 16. Vic on 40. Uh, 40. Sherlock Holmes on 27. Nude Whistle on server 29. Robin likes Harleys on 146. Thank you, Tabby Moza on 20. Soros on 157. General Darkfire on server 70. Indominus Prime on server 53. Richie on 108. Lloydson on 11. Royal Power, server 36. Drainar on, uh, or Dr. Dr. Einar. Drainer. Drainer. Server 90, what's up? Omega Magnus on server 14. Dabrick on 21. Iron Chef on 14. Iron Man on server 34. Murphy on European 164. Thank you. Ransusi on server 27. Captain Taylor on 27. Vegas on server 36. The Haggis on 16. Griffin on server 41. Mitt on server 9. Spectre on 11. And it continues on and on, Bubba Joe. Uh, 92 additional messages and our Talking Trek server sound off. 294 people in our live studio audience. Thank you guys so very much for being here. I appreciate it. Uh, welcome into the you, show. Are you a little tongue-tied? Uh, you having some issues there? I didn't think so. Was I? I might be having a stroke. You were you were struggling a little bit with uh, some of those numbers. <laughs> but maybe. Uh, I've got numb tongue. Uh, <laughs> numb tongue? Numb tongue. Uh, welcome in, everybody. I appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, my name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast here for the uh, beginning of Voyager Part 4, Bubba Joe. And what an exciting beginning it was. <laughs> If that's the, the right word that we can use for it. Uh, we've got a lot to get into and a lot to teach you today uh, regarding uh, some of the Ops 51 Station Tree Expansion. Bubba Joe, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, but we're also going to spend a pretty good amount of time on Rare Formation Armadas and some loot uh, and some redemption cost and some shards and things like that. And of course, uh, we've got a strategy to impart upon you. And it wouldn't be... Uh, mathematically sound, Bubba Joe, if we did not have our talking track mathematicians uh, and STFC experts, Blue Mandalorian and Jules Verne, 
who are both joining us today to talk a little bit about the math, share some charts and some data, because I'm here to tell you, Bubba Joe, those rare formation armadas, there are some very interesting little nuances over there uh, with regards to loot. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. But uh, also, we are going to dive in and do a little bit of G5 content here early, okay? Uh, we're going to talk about that uh, Ops 51 Station Tree expansion. Uh, there's a lot of analytics to be done on that. Um, but, Bubba Joe, at first glance, the research bonuses don't look as horrible as what we have seen in the past, all right? Uh, there, there are some things in there that actually do, knock on wood, look uh, somewhat decent. So we're going to uh, get into that today as well. Uh, we do have our stupid news. Bubba Joe's got sports, and uh, we've got Guinness World titles to discuss with you here today. So without further ado, Bubba Joe, let's uh, get right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Talking Trek News Studios from all across the world, it is time for your stupid news headlines. Stupid, stupid news! Time for the news! An Idaho man, Bubba Joe, with uh, currently this guy holds over 250 individual Guinness World Record uh, World Record titles. All right, yeah, this guy like he's made it a living, I guess, to to just break and set World Guinness records. He juggled uh, for like 13 hours, and he says it was the most difficult feat of his record-breaking career. This man juggled so many balls for so long that you would have thought he was a Kardashian. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I can have you started? Oh, Bubba. That was, a, that was funny. Uh, a Canadian fisherman accidentally caught a great white shark on the end of his fishing rod this past week. Canadians aren't used to seeing something so powerful and feared and well-respected, mainly because their prime minister is still Justin Trudeau. So uh, <laughs> they weren't, they're not used to seeing something with so much power there, Bubba Joe. Uh, in another one-liner, uh, Virginia- we'll talk to a moose. <laughs> you tell me. I, I got to uh, agree with you. You don't mess with mooses. No, moose? don't. Moose. Mooses. Mooses. Moose. Moose. Moose is plural. Um, here, I got a one a one liner for you, Bubba Joe. A Virginia man won the right to keep his emu uh, classified as an emotional support animal. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that happened. Hey, don't mess with the don't mess with the meese. Yeah, don't mess with the meesen. Uh, let's see. Internet can't is taking on a plane though. I know. Uh, that's true. True, very true. Uh, the internet is buzzing this past week after the trailer for a horror comedy movie called Slother House was released. Has anybody seen this yet? Oh, my dear Lord in heaven. Uh, it's a killer animal movie, Bubba Joe. So bad that it makes Zombievers and Sharknado look like reasonable alternatives. Uh, the film involves a murderous sloth terrorizing college students, which doesn't seem possible. Because sloths are incredibly slow. Just like whoever wrote this screenplay. I'm gonna put a guess. I'm just guess. Faster than the sarcophagus. Um, a major league soccer now, game. That was fun. Thank you. A major league soccer No no, not your joke. Wait, the, what? the punchline from Mark. What did you say? It's still faster than a sarcophagus. That's true. Eh, maybe. 
probably, it's probably true. A Major League Soccer game in Utah was postponed this past week due to rain, but members of the media still managed to catch some action, Bubba Cho, when a raccoon fell through the ceiling and into the press box while they were live on the air. Uh, it's kind of scary. Uh, thing that happened there, but also easily the most exciting thing to ever happen at a soccer game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you. Borderline, borderline on spots, uh, sports, spots, sports, spots, sports. Crash pandas are always funny. Uh, yeah, they, they pretty much are. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, so that we can get this train wreck over with, uh, let's head on over <laughs> to uh, let's head on over to the sports desk where we've got. Uh, resident sportscaster and uh, all-around stupid news extraordinaire ladies and gentlemen we have bubba joe Woo-woo. bubba joe what's going on in sports well in sports uh there was recently uh a suspended announcer you don't hear about that all the time do you no. announcer got suspended what did he do the New York Mets broadcaster Gary Cohen says the Baltimore Orioles really draped themselves in utter humiliation when the Orioles suspended announcer Kevin Brown. Huh. But people trust Gary because if there's one thing the Mets broadcaster understands, it's embarrassment. Very <laughs> 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 good. <laughs> That's very, very good. So, Cohen said the Orioles have made a, themselves a laughing stock, to which the Orioles management responded, dude, you work for the Mets. And ladies and gentlemen, it is your stupid news. <laughs> a laughing stock, dude, you work for the Mets, man. Uh, <laughs> very, have very nice. Have you seen nice. the Orioles uniforms lately? Uh, very good. No way to, way to talk. Griffin says, uh, <laughs> best news all day. Akilah Hawk giving it a 15. Wait, best news all day. All year. Okay, thank you. Akilah Hawk giving it a 15 out of 10. Very good. Uh, Vic, uh, Vic says, the Mets joke just saved your stupid news. I mean, that's that's kind of the trend. All right, that's the trend. I, I, I do amazing, wonderful jokes, and then Bubba actually delivers real good jokes. Uh, hey, I like I, I love like the, the Canada record. one. That was great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Madam, Madam Plancident gave it a seven out of nine. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I see what you did there. Oh, I, I saw, Thank I saw you. that. I see what you did right there. It's pretty good. Nice. Uh, Clapping at Kirk, on the other hand, says, I request a comp chest for having to listen to this. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. It couldn't have been that bad. Uh, welcome in, everybody. You'll see it on Monday. Yeah. Uh, Monday of 2025. The, the fifth Monday of February. <laughs> uh, welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys being here. My name is Ultimate DJ. Aren't you going to look serious if the 2025 turns out to be a special leap year? Some, I said the fifth Monday. The fifth Monday. It won't get there. Yes. Yeah, it won't get uh, there. If, if it is starts it, on a Monday. Is it possible? And it's a leap year, you can have five Mondays in a Well, February. leap year won't happen on 2025. Because doesn't and it happen through a wormhole? What is it? Every, Are you trying to tell me that you understand all of the cosmological constants and that there's no possibility that they could come out and say, Leap years you know what? Every Our math years, is right? a little bit off. We actually <laughs> going to have an additional leap year. We're going to add in one. We're going to take one year off. We're going to add 0.75 days to your calendar. No, it, it uh, it's. Didn't you learn anything from Y2K? It's. Uh, no, wait a second. Wait, wait. It's only every four years, right? You get a leap year every four years? Right? 18th Monday. Yeah, it'll yes, be the 18th one. Yeah, every four years. So 2025 is not divisible by four. We're fine. We're safe. Whew. See, I made no promises. Hey, no promises. Yo, hey, what's DJ, up, I got, 
I got to tell you that the uh, the sloth joke hit a little bit too hard to home, too close to home. Look at my look at my avatar. I'm an educator. I think that might have been written by one of my ex students. It might have been, uh, but I mean, the fact that the movie is actually coming out is is just kind of. I actually think. Okay, oh, imagine Karkin. the scenario. Karkin. All of the. Am I choppy? No, oh, no, no. Just that you're going to defend this movie. Go, I mean, but go ahead, please. <laughs> oh, possibly. You're saying that the sloth it wouldn't be a good villain because it like can't. It's slow, right? Villains uh -huh. aren't supposed to run. They just creep at you, and then you turn around and bam, they're right there. <laughs> <laughs> so he so doesn't have to move at all. Karkin is full like, on. He's like, all right, I'm in. Uh, murder sloth? Yeah, let's go. I'm is in with the sequel to Cocaine uh, Bear. I didn't even know that was there. <laughs> He's very excited. See see the stupid news helping people out one person at a time, Trader. All right, Karkin is now looking forward to the next Hollywood release. All right. He, he might actually. Yeah, but have you ever gone on a comedically the uh, one. murderous rampage? Sloth <laughs> is my spirit animal. So seeing one go on a murderous rampage, that's kind of. It's kind of, yeah, I guess that actually speaks to your soul, doesn't it? All right. <laughs> Considering how much he smokes, I don't think he'd murder anything. Uh, no, no. He would He would go a up pizza. and he'd steal their cookies from him. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Santa Claus, give me those cookies. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Welcome in. I appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, we're a little bit late today starting Bubba Joe just later in the day. I I have this amazing funny story uh, to share with you guys, and and of course it's on uh, it's on our Twitch page. We did do a Twitch stream earlier today for those of you who may have missed it. Uh, Bubba Joe Oliver DJs has officially picked up his first sponsor, and when I say his first sponsor, let me be very clear when I say they wanted him, not me. Okay, mm. uh, yes, they wanted him and not me. So uh, we make we make this thing happen, and uh, as it turns out, so I I'll give you the is origin. He sponsored by Skittles. I'll, I'll, <laughs> you think this is funny, Mark? Okay, this is serious. This this actually happened. So the other day, we're sitting around Oliver and I, and we're playing games, and uh, he asked me, Bubba Joe, to download a game called Stumble Guys. All right, I've I've heard of this game before. Uh, I've never played or anything. I've I've heard of it. It's a silly, quirky little game where you navigate a map of obstacles and uh, you play. It's an online multiplayer, and you you know try to complete the obstacle course as quickly as possible without getting eliminated. So uh, he asked me to download this game and play with him. Well, I okay, that's great. I love playing uh, games with him. So I download the game, Bubba Joe. And the opening splash image is from Scopely. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I start the game, dun, dun, dun. and it's a Scopely game. All right? Stumble, guys. Well, at, at first, I just bust out laughing. Okay, like, what, what are the odds, right? Uh, yeah, Vic says, no wonder they didn't want you. You, you poop all over the content. Um, <laughs> it was so anyway, we play the game. It's actually a fun, quirky little game. I have, a, have a lot of fun with it. Um, and so then I send, uh, I send a video message to Echo, Bubba Joe. I send him a video message of Oliver, uh, as he's playing this game and, um, just playfully, right? I, I had Oliver, ask Echo to go into his account and unlock everything. Like, because that game has, it's all about skins, Bubba Joe. There's absolutely nothing of utility that you can buy. 
Um, it's all, it's honestly, it's how monetization is probably the most acceptable. It's purely cosmetic. It's all skins, just goofy, fun stuff. Right. Um, and, and that's fine. You know, I don't have a problem with, with monetization in that form. You go in, you buy the, the fun stuff that you want. So I send a playful little video. It's just 90 seconds over to echo of Oliver asking him to unlock his account. Like, completely. Unlock all the avatars, all the skins, all the things. All right? And um, so, crazy enough, what ends up happening is Echo responds back and says, you know what? I actually have a couple of friends over at Stumble. So, I didn't even really mean for this to happen, but he <laughs> says, yo, get me Oliver's screen name. So, I go into his, his account in Stumble Guys, and I pull up his screen name. By the way, I, I didn't know n- none of this. I, I knew none of them. I went in to try to find like his you know, Scopely ID or his user ID like we have, you know, the, the 16 or 20-digit alphanumeric thing, whatever, Bubba Joe. They don't have that in Stumble Guys. It's much simpler. They just literally use your gamer tag, just your, your screen name. That's it. And uh, No, sit down, please. And... Oliver's hanging out. And so I go in to get his username, Bubba Joe, and I read the gamer tag, Ollie Gets Girls. <laughs> Ollie Gets Girls. I'm a lot yeah, see that? Awesome. Ollie Gets Girls is his username. So I send that over to Echo. Echo uh, forwards it over to his buddies over at Stumble. And Bubba Joe, within 15 minutes, he sends me a message back and says, have Oliver reboot his game client which is something we're all very familiar with hearing, right? Now, just reboot the game client. It's fine. Uh, so he reboots, <laughs> he reboots the game client. For very different reasons. Yeah, though. for different reasons. So he reboots the game client and, and pops it up and has not every single one, Bubba Joe, but literally, I'm not even kidding you, probably hundreds of dollars worth of skins that, that they just unlocked for him. All right. <laughs> and so then we sent uh, we sent him another another quick little video back. Of course, Oliver was super thrilled. He was so excited. He was jumping around and having a great time. Uh, but the deal was, Bubba Joe, we'll we'll do this. But the, the bribe that Oliver offered to Echo was that he would record a video for it. Well, I didn't think it was actually going to happen. They unlocked <laughs> hundreds of dollars worth of skins in his account, so we streamed Stumble Guys earlier today. And and because it was because he received an actual, you know, compensation or not a compensation, and what what do you call it, trader? He received like do we even have to do we have to report this on taxes now? He received <laughs> monetary value currency. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do. What what? It is not, he is a he is a miner, so you could just claim it on yours. Why don't I gotta claim it at all? There's no cash. Yeah, exactly. You know There's no monetary not. value. <laughs> so it's all pixels. So There's anyway, nothing, nothing they unlock all this stuff. So we stream it earlier today, Bubba Joe. Uh, and and it's really fun because Oliver is is the paid streamer. He's the he's who they wanted, not me. All right. So Oliver said, "Well, I I want to be the host." So Oliver is the host. He does the opening. He does the closing. He tells people to subscribe and, and all this stuff. He had a blast with it today, Bubba Joe. It was so much fun. And I really want to thank everybody who came out and, and watched um, and played with us. There were probably 16, 20 people, Bubba Joe, that actually logged in with his code and, and was playing with us on the stream. It was, it was awesome. What a fun little time. And crazy enough, the game is actually a lot of fun. 
All right, the game the game is a lot of fun. So uh, shout out to Echo and Scopely and the and his counterparts over at Stumble. Uh, over at Stumble Guys, let me be specific and correct, over at Stumble Guys, because it was fun. Uh, it's really good. Now, I saw somebody say a minute ago that they were going to download it, and they saw that it was a Scopely game, and they were like, nope. <laughs> I-, I will tell you. <laughs> I will tell you. There's not any crazy monetization in it. And not only that, uh, the game was crazy stable, Bubba Joe. We did find one little glitch. All right, which is basically when logging in with Scopely ID or changing accounts. Because, see, at one point, Oliver wanted to play on his iPad. Then he wanted to play on PC. That, you know, so when we switched Scopely IDs, we had to reboot the client. That was it. Nothing ever crashed. Nothing ever glitched. It was so good. It was so good. So uh, we had a lot of fun earlier today. That VOD is up, and I'll put it on YouTube later on tonight. But, yeah, Oliver DJ's Bubba Joe had his first... Uh, his first official stream sponsorship uh, today with Scopely. And, and you know, we can, we can laugh and we can joke and we can say everything we want, but you know what? I find that to be really awesome. I, I, I told Echo, I said, that was really, really very kind. Um, that was cool, Bubba. You know, I, I do talk sometimes about the humanity of the people at Scopely. I know, I know we get fussy at them, and, and, you know, from a company perspective and from game design, implementation, engineering, Papa Joe, we've got a long list, don't we? But, you know, that was really cool of Echo. Like, that was super cool of Echo. Um, like, totally 10 out of 10 stand-up, man. I really, really appreciated that. It was very kind, and it made... It made Oliver's day. Can I tell you something that might embarrass him, Bubba? Just maybe a little. Sure. That, so that night, this happened on Monday. That night, I was getting ready to tuck him in. He started crying. Now, I thought he was just fighting me because he didn't want to go to bed, right? Uh, he didn't want to go to bed or he wanted a sack or something. He started crying. And I said, dude, what's wrong? Why are you crying? He said, I'm so happy. <laughs> I mean, he was bawling, Bubba Joe, like full-on belly ball, Okay. He said, I'm so happy that I got all those skins. I mean, dude, hundreds of dollars worth of skins. He's got, and they all, all the mythicals and all the legendaries. They didn't give him all the commons, Bubba Joe. They gave him the big ones, the mythicals and the legendaries. So, yeah, I've been told that it's not crying, that he was weeping. Clapping at Kirk says, imagine if only we had that feeling for Star Trek Fleet Command. I know, but, I mean, honest to goodness, Bubba, he was crying he was so happy i was like you don't why are you crying he said because i'm happy i was like oh you poor thing i'm sorry i won't embarrass you anymore he's sitting with me out here now uh because he he wanted to he wanted to come out and hang out for a little bit but uh yeah he's he's playing something on roblox now so anyway that was that i I just wanted to i wanted to take a minute and and explain why we're a little bit late today bubba joe but also really more than that uh, kind of recognize and just say thanks to to my friends um, over at Scopely and you know for doing something very cool for my son. I thought it was very very cool. Uh, it was very it was a class act, Bubba Joe. What what they did and and you know the guys over at Stumble, his community manager, uh, you know counterpart, whatever. Didn't ask questions. Didn't ask questions, Bubba Joe. Just said yeah sure we'll do that for him. I thought it was I just thought it was really swell. So anyway, that's that. I know, Master Yodi, twice in one day. That's because today today was Oliver's day to stream. He had to, he had to earn that money, trader. All right. <laughs> he had to earn that money. 
All right. Um, Bubba Joe, we've got. He's the got... coolest kid on the block now, too. Hey, yeah, man. I mean, he's an eight-year-old sponsored streamer now. Like, he can say yep. that. Yeah, absolutely. People people like him better than me anyway, I think, Bubba. Yeah, because I'm all... to make him some merch? He's been asking for merch, Mark. Oh, no. Yeah, he's been asking for merch. All right. Um, what are you doing? Right, You're going to fall. On fall and hurt yourself. What are you doing? <laughs> I'll work on it. Okay, be careful. You're going to hurt yourself. All right. All right. Are we going to uh, start a pool for when Oliver has more followers than DJs? It's not going to happen. I mean, or it will. It's not going to be long, Jules. All right. Like, I mean, he, he had a great time today. And he was so cute. I mean, it, you guys, just go watch the VOD. He was, he was actually really cute about it. It was, it was kind of fun, Trader. Um, anyway, <clears throat> uh, let's see. Neon Light says, how many Mythics did he get? I think they gave him eight. They gave him eight mythics and probably twenty-five or thirty some legendaries. I mean, dude, they they hooked him up, man. He's got uh, he's got a lot. Okay, so anywho, all right, Bubba Joe, listen, we got stuff we got stuff to do in our own uh, Star Trek property. By the by the way, Bubba, they have creator codes over there at Stumble Guys. <laughs> they have creator codes. I, I, You're not going to let this go, are what, you? What? <laughs> You've been trying to get a creator code for how many years? Four years. Exactly. They've got creator codes over at Stumble Guys. And you know what's worse, Bubba? You know what's worse? So when I send Echo, when we're done with the stream, I send him an, uh, a link with the video so he could share it with his, uh, his counterpart over at Stumble. And I joked and said, um, I'm trying to find where it is somewhere in here. I, I joked and said, you know, they have creator codes over there. And mm -hmm. he said, oh, yeah, I know. Uh, we're already getting one for Oliver. Ah. What? Are you freaking kidding? <laughs> they're gonna hook That's Oliver. Awesome. Yeah, they're gonna hook Oliver up with a creator code over there at Stumble Guys. So I, you know, it's it's cute and it's fun. Totally um, makes sense to me. Absolutely payroll. makes perfect sense. I, I will tell you, <laughs> you guys really should uh, go watch the video. There were some really cute quotes. Only from the mouth of babes, right? Like mm -hmm. when Oliver is describing the game, Bubba Joe, you would have died. When he's describing the game, he legit says the words, this is not a scam, to which I died because we're talking about, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about RNG because there's a spinny wheel in there, like a bonus wheel. We're talking about RNG. He's like, no, this isn't a scam, Dad. It's not a scam. So yeah, there were some there were some things that he that he described the game like we were talking. Uh, he was like, it's it was just an ordinary. He wanted to tell the story about how he got all the mythics and the legendaries unlocked, and how we got Echo involved. And so when he's telling the story to to Echo, he says, "So it was just an ordinary day. We were playing video games. It was, I mean, just, just strange things that come out of Oliver's mouth eight years old. It's just an ordinary day." All right, just an ordinary day. Uh, anyway, oh, beginning with a solid narration, you know, mm -hmm. it's the next Morgan Freeman. Yeah, it was just an ordinary day, guys. <laughs> All right, in a um, world. Yeah, I know, right? Okay, guys, uh, I'm sorry. I know I keep, I'm, I'm very proud of him. Can you tell, though? I've been gushing about him all day. All right, Bubba, listen, uh, Station Research Tree. Let's get into Voyager Part 4. We got a lot. There's a lot that dropped in this content arc. Uh, you've got the Station Research Tree. We've got the Rare Formation Armadas. We've got um, the, these new systems. 
uh, where the rare formation targets are. We've got a bunch of new currencies. We got a lot of stuff to to get into, and and I would imagine it's probably not going to be possible for us to get through all of that today. All right, but I have enlisted the help of the Talking Trek mathematicians and data gatherers, Jules Verne and Blue Mandalorian, for them to to kind of help us start diving through this stuff. Because, Jules, even you said, man, there is so much. Blue, you said the same thing. Like, it, we couldn't possibly get through all of this data and all of these analytics within a day. But you guys, <laughs> Jules said, okay, challenge accepted. He did a pretty daggone good job in getting through this. So what we want to do for this first segment, uh, we've got about 45, 50 minutes left, Jules. I want to dive into uh, this research tree. And, and the reason that I want to start with this, guys, I know, I understand, before anybody says it's a whale show, all right, this is 51 plus this new station expansion, right, Blue? It's for G5 players, all right? So if you're Ops 30, 35, G4 player. This is not probably going to be super applicable to you here today. But listen, if you're Ops 49 or Ops 50 and you've been holding for whatever reason, whatever motivation you have, you've been holding before going into G5, well, I believe that Scopely is trying to dangle a carrot for you, all right? Because some of these researches are actually decent. Some of these researches might even be described as, gosh, dare I say, good right would you please stop or yes i see that i'm literally doing a show you don't need to scream out like that <laughs> thought he thought he cut his leg or something um there's some decent researches in here okay so we're going to talk uh, a little bit about that real quick just so you guys know i am almost certain i, I do have some updates on bugs but i'm going to hold off on that a little bit because i do believe that echo is going to stop by here in about uh 35 40 minutes so we'll let him come in and give you guys the updates on some of the bugs and things like that. But at this point, Bubba, we should probably go ahead and turn the stage over to Jules and Blue, uh, and and I'll show whatever images you guys need. But you know, Jules, can you just kind of start by by breaking down like what what do we have going on here with this fifty one plus station research tree? They released forty three new nodes. Is there any reason? at all that a player should want to start diving into this thing yeah uh, definitely i there is some of the specialty buildings and specialty researches those materials that are hard to get and just slow to upgrade that we have some efficiency researches for so the armory the mess hall which we don't really need additional sourcing or efficiency for but why not we also have the artifact gallery uh, and the command center that we've got some efficiencies for right off the bat so this is pretty early on in researches with very little dependencies. So that's going to be great. We also have speed boosts and efficiency boosts for your star base and for your researches. So there's some really good stuff, including uh, some rodinium efficiencies as well to help you with that other big tree extension that we saw last year, June of last year. That was the galaxy tree that takes the rodinium, right? Yeah. Yeah. And just... Just kind of as like a broad approach, looking at this entire expansion the same way we looked at the Rodinium expansion, the Galaxy Tree expansion, it it basically follows a very similar model. So I'm, I'm going to post a couple things in the chat room. This is also already in the lab if you want to pull from there. Okay. But this is what we're looking at as far as total costs. So about one, one and a quarter million cosmic particles. That's the Ooh. specialty particle. Good night. Yeah. 
Yeah, and there is they did release some efficiency researches right off the bat. Now, they are OpsLock, some of them, and one of them is going to be behind probably the pay-only fleet commander, Admiral Janeway. But if you grab those and you max these efficiencies, you get up to a 20% efficiency at Op60. So even with knock that... knock off a year. Basically, yeah, you knock off, well, half a year if you're in Op60. So uh, it's not great. It's a great starting point. The fact that they've released it with efficiencies right off the bat is great. Uh, I just want to like kind of show everybody what day one Rodinium looked like. This is what... <laughs> This is what it looked like when Rodinium or the Galaxy Tree expansion came. Like, yeah, you know, at, I remember. At best, it yeah. was 11 years. We go back, and I remember when this came out. And Bubba, I know we still talk about this. You've actually said that Rodinium is actually a valued currency for for mid to upper G5 players still, right? Bubba, are, are you guys, are G5 players, are you guys done with the galaxy tree because i wouldn't think so bubba i mean you you've said before that rodinium is is a huge bottleneck right where'd bubba go bubba. okay maybe not oh there wait what where'd it go he's he must be having trouble he's bopping in and off the bopping on the stage then off the stage and and whatever so anders well, says I, a lot I can of people tell you, are done. i can tell you that it's true it's it's still true that rudinium is still a, a pinch point because even with the after the adjustment that they made to the rudinium increasing the base that you get from your daily and weekly, it's still years to get everything you need for that tree. So if you were just grinding it some, out, if you were grinding it yeah. out, I can, they also did which good, means it, good it's a value of currency reinforcement with the Borg loop. I'm sorry, Blue. I'm what? doing okay with rudinium. Uh, the Borg Solomata chest they uh, they give rudinium now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was it was added in as one of those currencies to kind of help things go along. So once the rodinium was adjusted, which did come a little bit later, the rodinium particles uh, ramped up their sourcing, and and Anders says a lot of people are done with that. Bayonetta says I've done any of the research in that tree that I want to do. Hunter saying not a huge issue for us anymore, and I think that that's an important reference point. I do want to. I do want to hang on to that. You guys remember this because this is where Spock Monkey and this is where Dragon Keeper and this is where Steven Zaren are going to come back and say, see, see, everybody, it always gets better. Okay. Um, but not always. <laughs> well, not always. But Jules, this is the same kind of thing, at least the way it started. We're taking a look and kind of comparing side by side these new cosmic particles alongside the way Rodinium started. And we're seeing really, really big, big, huge roadmap here, right? Like long term. Oh, it's a big roadmap. And I know that everyone, we're all joking about how you can get more from your generators. Yeah, that's, that's a high value research there. And so we could we could skip a, basically everything that's not a prerequisite in those areas and just kind of focus on the things that really matter to us, like more ship part efficiency or more scrapping speed. Uh, so we can kind of skip a lot of that stuff that's in there. So I, I would imagine that probably half of this research is going to be valuable to, to our G5 players now. Uh, eventually, probably just need to max that out just to put just to put materials into. Uh, so Still, long road, yes. Is there a path for efficiencies and additional efficiencies in the future? I see that there. Not much else to talk about. With regards to where the station tree starts, and Jules, I have not done a bunch of digging into this. I do have the ops level, but I, I, don't, I haven't done much with the particles or anything yet. Uh, right here, 
I would imagine is where it starts is right after four-star ship bombardment, right? Orbital construction, base particle acceleration, orbital investigation. Those are the first line, and they don't have any dependency. Bubba, you had mentioned this the other day, and I don't know, I don't know if Bubba's having an issue if he's here or not because he's, he's bopping in and out and muting, and, and so I don't, I don't know if he's actually here or not. We were just talking about this the other day, Jules, that there aren't any prerequisites to start this research, which is actually kind of a refreshing change. It's not typically like that, right? To to start on something, you got to go back and do other things. We've seen that model before. But this one has no prerequisite to beginning this tree. And, and further, when we take a look at a couple, like the first three nodes, for example, cost efficiency cosmic particles for research. You talked about that, Jules. Uh, base building speed, which, and base research speed. So those things kind of help. Now, Ransusi says, is this all Ops 50 plus? And yes, uh, the station tree expansion is Ops 51 plus, okay? 51 plus. And we are going to spend a little bit of time on this today, not the entire show, but this is, this is their content, right? This is G5 content. We've got to cover it like we would anything else. The first three nodes are speed and cosmic particle efficiency. So not a terrible way to start, all right? But then you come in, the very next one is what you were talking about, Jules, cost efficiency for nadion supplies and replicator rations when upgrading a building. That is a two-in-one research, right? Because the nadion is for, I think, the armory, right? And yep. uh, and what was the other one? What did the other one say? The rations are for the mess hall, which most mess people hall. don't have an issue with acquiring at this point. So you're really just there for the Nadion supplies. Yeah, Nadion maxes for, out, for the armory. It maxes out at 25%, which, by the way, is going to require a significant investment of G5 Uncommon and Rare uh, and billions and billions of Dilithium. So it's still it's not a cheap research to get to, but it may be effective if you're looking for places to put materials into and you want to speed up that progress of those buildings those specialty buildings you also have uh, right there in the second uh second column cost efficiency for resources for buildings then you have cost efficiency right below that still column two cost efficiency for rodinium and rogue research credits now i do wonder how many ops 51 are still dealing with rogue uh, research credits, outlaw research credits. I can't imagine that there's that many. Uh, but uh, rodinium there. And if that's a thing for you, maybe maybe that's something you need to be looking at. The good news is that research in and of itself, Jules, is, it also has no prerequisite and more importantly, doesn't feed anything else. You notice that, Blue? There's yeah, no... Yeah, so you can silo it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could solo that. If that, uh, for example, Anders said a second ago, I'm good with Rodinium. Bayonetta says, yeah, I'm good with Rodinium. I don't need that. Surely you don't need outlaw research credits. So guess what? Skip that one entirely. I, I really wish Bubba were here because he had some positive things to say. Uh, there you are. Where you been, Sorry, man? I, I, I got a phone call. Sorry. <laughs> People <laughs> need me. That's true. That's true. You know, Jules was just kind of talking about so you know, just here early, Bubba. A couple of the things that you and I had discussed yesterday, which is some of these don't have prerequisites. They don't require you to finish anything in the G4 tree before starting it. But even then, there's a couple of researches in here that you will find are completely standalone. 
that don't have prerequisites, nor are they required to do anything else. Bubba, that's one of your biggest complaints. Mine, too, when it comes to a research tree is, for example, having to increase base generator production for Parsteel. Except I would have to get that to, like, level 11, right, in order for me to get to, I don't know, material efficiency for research, for example, right? Like, that's really obnoxious. We don't see that here, at least not at first glance. I take a look at at base part steel output, and I see direct relationships with titanium output, dilithium output, uh, piercing I'm going to stop you yeah. for a second here because where the actual lines are in this tree are actually wrong. There is prerequisites if you look on SDFCS space. <laughs> So it's not, it's not great. Never mind. It's not, it's not ideal. <laughs> Never <laughs> mind. No I take one, it all back, Bubba. All right, God, no God, you know what? My fault. Base titanium storage. Like, My fault. I should have. That's ex- what you get for believing. That's what I get for reading what's actually in the game. Obviously, it's not correct. Okay, Jamie, Christmas. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, in the end, in the end, this is exactly what the Galaxy Research Tree expansion was. There's some really good researches in there. It's going to take a little bit to get through. You've got a long path of acquiring the specialty material. So it just take it for what it is. When we all experienced that in June last year, that's what we're going to be experiencing now as well. And we'll look forward towards more efficiency researches that are probably going to pop up in other places. Now, let me ask you a math question, Bubba Joe. And, and if we need to come back to Blue and Jules on this, I, I totally will. Um, when Galaxy Tree came out last year, we were outraged. All right. I mean, I remember we we it was poo poo. We screamed and yelled about it. Not only, Bubba, was the material sink astronomical, which, by the way, they did nothing about at that time. All right. This, Bubba, is the exact same thing you were joking about on on a show or two ago. You said, you know, it's we get mad. We yell about something. And then Scopely's like, "Okay, yeah, no, relax. We hear you. We're going to make a change. And then it's not the change we asked for, right? Or it's not the change that solves the problem. You mentioned that right. on a show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's arguable as to whether or not the galaxy tree ever circled around to do that because the complaint was for the materials. Obviously, the, the rodinium was also a problem, but they increased the rodinium. They left the materials alone, all right? Um, here's what I, I wonder about. They've done the same thing now, Jules, with this station tree and we look at this chart of of particles and that it's going to take eight years bubba joe 8.4 years to work through uh the tree just for what an ops 51 can do is, is am i interpreting this right Jules, yeah, if, the if you stay ops 51 for eight years you will then acquire enough cosmic particles to max it all out but as we know, okay. you can't max it into your op 60. So it's kind of irrelevant. Uh, but that, I mean, we're looking at basically this was just a comparison to what the rodinium looks like now, right? Saying, hey, oh, it says eight years with some efficiency. It's going to be seven years. Well, that's exactly what an ops 40 coming into rodinium is going to look like. They're at five and a half years to max this thing out. Obviously, that's going to get better as they go up in ops and that gets better when you start doing some of the other researches that are going to be associated with it. But I don't know that that's obvious. I don't. Well, that's my concern actually, to be perfectly honest with you, Bubba, we were so loud 
We were so angry. We were very, very up in arms about the Galaxy Tree last year. And, of course, Rodinium did get better. All right? they It, it did. All right? To the point now where there's a handful of people in the chat saying I'm completely done. Okay? And, and other players are saying, well, you know, I'm not done, but, like, I'm still fine on Rodinium. All right? So, and, and players that are just now joining it don't even know what we're talking about because they're fine. Right? So here's right. my concern, and, and I'm, not, I'm not necessarily handing out pitchforks. I'm not, Bubba Joe. I'm, I'm actually pretty chill today. I'm in a good mood. If we don't... That's Len's fault, by the way. It is Len's fault. I'm feeling great. If we don't make a big deal about these cosmic particles, will it get the improvement that Rodinium got? And that's... I, I, gotta, I gotta be curious, Jules, because you say this thing launches just like Rodinium, and it does, right? But Rodinium was improved upon when the community said, oh, heck no, right? So is it, as Bubba Joe rightfully is concerned with, is it appropriate, or, or is it smart? I don't know what the right word is here, Bubba. Should we sit back and wait for it to get better, or... Was the rodinium only improved because we lost our minds? Because I'm, I'm, I don't want to necessarily go in and lose my mind again, but I kind of want to say, hey, guys, don't you remember Galaxy Tree? And, and then you launch Station Tree exactly the same way. I don't, I don't think it's exactly the same way. I mean, again, just, just comparing the day one rodinium to what this day one cosmic particle is, it's, it's still vastly better removed the prerequisite to start the tree they've added a pathway for efficiencies including two nodes already okay so i think that they have learned the mistakes that they had in the galaxy they have started this now as we all say and as uh, as everyone says on this podcast it's just day one will it get better i believe that they will probably add additional research to add some efficiencies to the cosmic particles we may see cosmic particles show up in different sourcing methods. So I, I, I guess I'm being positive here when I say I don't think it's going to take me four years to finish this. And you're, and you're thinking that l- – let me ask you something a little bit more point blank then, Jules. Do you feel like what they launched with here is closer or uh, is closer to the post-Rodinium adjustment or the way that it launched? Closer to the post adjustment. Okay. And again, they've added cunning analysis in this particular station tree that gives you even more rodinium efficiency. They've added it to the Borg solo. So we've seen how that they've added either sourcing or efficiency in different ways for that rodinium. I expect it to be the same way here. I hope it's going to be the same way here, I guess. Well, well we, we do. Be su- go ahead, Blue. I would be surprised if I saw any future content increasing this before 2024, though. Well, that in that might be of, fair. It's only it's, a couple of months it, left. We're, yeah, we're we're in the third, not only that, but but half. let's let's be fair uh, to what Jules' point is: is that they have launched uh, a cost efficiency for the cosmic particles right up front. Now it's going to be expensive in the lithium. All right, you, you're you're going to dump into that, but there is an efficiency research right up front that you can start with, you know, right up front. So I mean that that is probably also. Um, a, a benefit as well uh, coming into this thing. Now, we do know that this tree also, just like the Galaxy expansion, does in fact cost 
um, heavy amounts of research or heavy amounts of resources and materials, right? Do we see materials coming into play here, Jules, pretty heavily? Yeah, you can see the total raw cost in there. All and, of your and this is yeah, raw. So yep, this is raw. So you'll obviously have your own efficiencies here. Probably with your efficiency, you're looking at somewhere around what twenty to thirty trillion dilithium. Oh, somewhere God. around a, a couple million uncommon <laughs> for five star. I, oh, is that all? Know, the last thing I'll say. About that, I don't <laughs> want to linger. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to linger on this one too much because this is maxing the tree, and that's not going to happen in any time soon anytime brain soon for most people Says but you. The, the thing is is that <laughs> half the first half like, hold of my the station beer. research <laughs> the first half of the station research tree expansion is good the second half is mostly crap so what where it's cheapest and easiest to get to right off the bat that's where you're going to spend your time that's where you're going to spend your resources you're barely going to touch a quarter of those raw costs and you're going to feel really good about the researches that you're getting so I, I, you know, I'm giving you the max, the max stuff what? here, the, the information Scopely, on day one. Scopely missed the mark by introducing worthless researches. Hang on. You need to warn me. I could have fallen over in shock. <laughs> you got to warn me. I got to sit down <laughs> yeah. first. Well, like, for example, okay, what he's talking about here is, for example, if I'm looking at the almost the next to last research, Bubba Joe, uh, orbital Klingon engineering. Okay, I don't know what this thing costs at level one, but it's a 10 level research. Uh, and at level one, it offers a 50% cost efficiency for ship repair. Now, that sounds okay, but there's already several hundred percent of that. All right, this is going to save very, very little. But if, I, if I'm guessing in a net savings, uh, what, one, 2%, 3% maybe in a net Savings from a 50% cost efficiency. It might be a little bit better than that, but it's it's very, very small. As compared to, if we look at the beginning, material concerns, all right, which can add, well, 5% level one, not, you know, huge, but maxing that one, for example, Bubba Joe, which again, not going to be cheap, I'm sure, but a 50% material efficiency on buildings. All right, you've got a 50% um, uh, material efficiency on research. You've got a 150% cost efficiency of resources on efficiency or on research. And when we're talking about billions and billions of dilithium, that that's a lot. Okay, so I I do in kind of going through here, Jules points out something that's very very. Uh, probably important for us to kind of keep in mind here, Bubba Joe, while we're looking at, you know, all this big stuff, okay, all these total costs, players are not likely to ever, even you, Bubba, even you, Anders, you guys aren't likely to, to get up there and spend everything on here because this tree is going to have stuff that you don't care about. For example, Bubba Joe, I read this in the chat. Andrew says, look at that last research. High-level bases that you can't generate a crit uh, with at all. And that last most expensive research in the entire game is increasing base critical damage when attacking stations. You know, Now, that could lead us to assume that they might do something about that. Or there could be other features, other mechanics, or other 
changes well, even. But the th- but the thing that's been rumored, okay, the thing that's been rumored that they're going to do is that they're going to put a floor in there, okay? Which means this research is still going to do nothing because you're going to have minus 1,500% yeah. that'll get to a floor and you'll still have nothing. So no, that research is utterly worthless. So even they if can they put did that fix research it. at level one, Plus 1,000% at level one, 1,000% to critical damage and would still do nothing. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, that w- that research, completely worthless. So, so if you're that... listening, Scopely, that worthless, that compl- that wor- tree, that end of the tree that you're trying to make us go, this is the epic conclusion to the tree. This is the thing that you've been grinding your way through the tree for is utterly worthless until you fix it. Do you think that And that, even then, still worthless. Well, I was going to say, do you think that that in and of itself, Bubba, proves that they will go in and modify the Bajoran favors to be limit one buff per, per account instead of one buff per ship? Does, that, does that research not indicate that they would have to do that? No, that does not indicate that. It indicates that the person who made that research doesn't understand what's happening in the game. That's all that research indicates. Fair enough. All right. And, and it's not as though that that would be wildly difficult to believe with, within this particular, this particular piece, right? Like this particular bug or this particular side effect. Uh, sometimes other teams d- design stuff and they don't know the interactions with, with a lot of this other stuff. Now, I don't want to characterize it as more of the same, Lost End, because as Jules was pointing out, a lot of this research that is available at the very early G5, right, at 51, 52, 53 joules, a lot of this stuff is actually pretty daggone good with these material efficiencies. Let me just ask, Bubba, and you've had a chance to go through it. Jules, Blue, Bubba, let me ask you guys, uh, what are maybe your top three favorite researches that you see here, uh, just, you know, here at this stage, day one or day two, in the arc, but I mean, here's another cost efficiency, ship parts, right? Orbital ship engineering, uh, cost efficiency materials for ship parts. And guys, that gets up to 250% material efficiency for ship parts, 250%. Bubba, I feel like that is a scaled buff, right? You and I talk about this. It might not be prime worthy, okay, but it's scaled. It's not a 5% buff that we almost always see anywhere else. Or when it comes to material efficiency, it would be even worse. It'd be 2% or something crazy, right? Now, on the right. other hand, we got to be careful with ship parts, right? Because they just released up to 600% or what is it? Eight, 700% at max? 600% at max? So now you can say 250% after 600 doesn't do a lot. I, I mean, it's not as big as it sounds, okay? Agreed. But 250% after the 600% prime, Bubba Joe, that's still probably going to net you a 20 to 25% net. Don't you think? Maybe 15 to 20, in all fairness. Yeah, you, you got 15 some... to 25, somewhere in there, I think. I mean, that's, that's not small, guys. All right, so, so yeah, that's not small. Maybe, maybe 20, 25%. No, Dragon Keeper, it's not going to be 5%. It won't be 5%. All right. You don't have that much other stuff. All right. So I think that, Bubba, these bonuses, 
I feel like maybe for one of the first times ever, and I don't, I don't mean to be super praiseworthy on this tree. I know it's expensive. And the timeline, Bubba, is going to take forever. We've got some ugly dependencies, but not a ton. And we've got some researches that we can completely skip over, which I am also pleased about. You know I've, I've yelled about that before, Bubba Joe. If there's a research I don't want to do, I don't want to do it. And I certainly right. don't want to be forced to do it to do something that I do want to do. There is a little bit more of that. All right? But we see some of these researches. They at least look... At this point in time, Bubba Joe, they do look like they have been, quote-unquote, scaled for the times, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's enough? They look like they've, they look like they've made an attempt. I, I'll be honest. I have not studied the depths of this tree. I've scanned the nodes that are there, and I really focused on the efficiency first because Who doesn't? that's the one I want to start with. Yeah, right? that's everybody the one does I'm efficiency. Like, I'm, I'm a 60. I assumed I would be able to do all of it. I think uh, uh, Jules confirmed that that doesn't, you know, because they've done this before. Yeah, say hey, put when stuff, the, when the galaxy tree came there. out, there was research there for post ops fifty. I remember that. Correct. It went all the way up to like yep. ops fifty four or fifty five, something like that. Right. So I, you know, my first thought was I'm going to get partway through this tree and it's going to go. You need to be ops sixty one and be like, stupid. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you said it was coming next month, so. You won't have to wait I that long. I still think it's coming next month. Okay. Soon. Soon. But just because it's coming that mu- next month um, doesn't mean that I'm going to be op 61 next month. Yeah, it does. You're right. It, it does, it does not. Right. It does not mean he's going to be 61. He's going to be 62. That's right. That's right, Lloydson. It, it, <laughs> it does not mean that. You know, if I've learned anything, <laughs> is that if, if, if there's a way to make things worse... Scopely will find it. Well, it's not entirely undeserved all the time. All right. It's, it's one of their most profound innovations. <laughs> yeah, it's that they continually find a way to, to surprise us with silliness. So um, there, there are some decent researches in there. Jules and Blue, uh, while we're taking a look at these charts and as we get ready to wrap up this particular segment, um, is there anything that players need to be aware of or anything and any conclusion that you would want to draw or share with players as they begin to approach this tree or even players like Bubba and Mark and Anders out there uh, and Trader when she comes back. When you guys are going through this stuff, what is there any pitfall that we've identified yet? Is there anything that these players need to know before just kind of getting started? I haven't really seen any pitfalls. I'll just say, you know, do the efficiency, the research right away and keep it up for how far you can go with it. There is an ROI for every single level. So it makes sense to do that. If you are going to get the Admiral Janeway fleet commander, then I would probably wait to do any of this research until you have her because you'll probably be able to get her up to level that, that particular skill up to level 14 right off the bat and get a huge bonus there. So that's what I would say is just hold off if you're going to Admiral Janeway and do the efficiencies because you'll eventually be happy for it. Okay, so let's actually change gears. I, I was going to take a break, but that's actually a really, really good thing for us to touch on very quickly, Bubba Joe, is Fleet Commander Janeway. Yet another content drop or another piece of content that kind of came out. And uh, Bubba, if I'm just saying at first glance, can I say that 
at least fleet commanders is not something that they've just forgotten about and let die? I mean, I don't know if this is a good one or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, they keep coming out. They're paid, right? There's no sourcing on anything other than Kirk and Spock so far. Well, I guess technically Seven of Nine's in the Incursion Store, but that's going to take a while. All right. Isn't uh, Locutus also there? Actually, you know what? Yeah, I think you are right. I think Locutus is there. I Ma- would say. Maybe Janeway ends up sh- there. Go I ahead. I would say there should be a rule of thumb that they have, which is the number of Fleet Commander slots should be the number, should always be the, at least the number of offered Fleet Commanders divided by two. So once they come out with a six officer, there should be a third slot. Well, uh, you know, Blue, you and your and your monetization ideas, okay? I, mean, I would very much appreciate it if they didn't monetize it. I know they will, very disappointingly. <laughs> but uh, Blue's like, listen, I, I would, this... I would ho- actually hope to see they make it a free, like a grindable goal. You know, yeah, yeah. But it seems something. like every show. I know, crazy. And He's got to work for Scopely. Every single show he comes out here is like, hey, Scopely, by the way, here's the, here's an idea for something you could sell. All right. <laughs> well, my point was, uh, it was it and was less it was less to encourage that, but more to say that if they're going to offer all these like choices, I don't want to have five fleet commanders just sitting on their bums, unable to or or up to there using uh, sitting on their bums, unable to use them. Like I want to be able to use this content if I'm going to invest in it. So that's why well, they always have their always ons if you've upgraded them. Yeah, that's true. But duties. it'd be nice to get a little more like if you're going to invest in it and the third slot will open it use it officer or command building 60 (laughs) well and and let's not forget now there is something interesting that they kind of built in with this one blue with admiral janeway which is no cooldown okay and and griffin says same thing kill that six hour cooldown well they 50 they i mean yeah but but they did for Janeway. Now, it doesn't transpose to any of the other fleet commanders yet. All right. But but Admiral Janeway has a skill that you can unlock that does actually remove the six hour. Not a not reduce it, Bubba, but remove. So I actually I think that is a good idea to tinker with. Okay. Now, real quick, while we're looking at Fleet Commander Janeway, I don't want to spend a ton of time on this. While we're looking at Fleet Commander Janeway. Let's take a look at the uh, at the skills, okay? Uh, and I want to start with Scientist, where she's got a, a, a first slot. I don't know whose dog is going nuts. Jules, it's you. <laughs> Somebody, the, the mailman's there. Mailman's bringing mail. It's the, uh, it's the free paper guy. Uh, you take a look at the Scientist tab. You've got an always on, Baba Joe. Now, personally, personally, this is... Um, I'm going to choose my words carefully. This one is tone deaf. Increasing the base cost efficiency for removing forbidden tech. All right, Bubba Joe, I find that one to be, I find that one to be tone deaf is probably the nicest thing that I can say. Of all well, the it, things. Does it start at 800%? Because then I might do it. No, it starts at 8%. Oh, well, Eight. then that's worthless. I'm not ever. So let me just put this. Let let me just put this out there. I've equipped forbidden technology to my ships. I am never unequipping that forbidden technology. There is not. They have not introduced a single thing that would make me want to take off the PVP bonuses. They could give me eight trillion percent damage against their Armada. I still wouldn't take it off. The cost to do that 
are prohibitively expensive of a resource you cannot possibly have enough of. So no, until they get that under control, until they add a couple of zeros or at least one zero to that number, I have no interest in anything that's like, take it off. No, I'm not. I've got it equipped. I will upgrade it as I decide to upgrade it. And after that, that's it. Like, you, you can keep introducing all this forbidden technology. It's completely worthless. I have no interest in it. See, now, there there are some players that might disagree. Even me, Bubba Joe, during incursions, I did switch out my tech on my Corvus. I switched out from the Metreon Cascade, which is what I always wear, and then I did switch out for the Romulan PvP one. But that is the first time that I unslotted it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the first time that I did it since this has come out. Um, and I don't know that it's, I mean, I don't know how cost prohibitive that is, to be perfectly honest with you. We're earning those, but I mean, they're, they are kind of worthless. Most people are it's, like you, Bubba. They're not putting it, they're not taking them on and off all the time, right? It's because yours aren't cost prohibitive. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm using, it's, G, I'm it's, using it's, G5 the ships. Ethics, they're just, it's 13,000. I mean, I don't know. What's yours, Bubba? I'm paying 13.5 thousand. It's by rarity of the forbidden tech. I'm using an epic. Yeah, so it's going to be the highest. Oh, based on the level of the tech. So epics are 13. All epics are 13k. Okay, Bubba, 13k ain't bad. I mean, it's not. At the same time, you can't do it four times a day. Why? Why shoot your content in the foot? By saying like, "Oh, look at all the things you can do with it," but we'll make sure we'll make it hard and not fun to do it. Well, <laughs> so I mean, that's, like, you that, can switch that it We'll just make it that, an unfun experience. How about that? Yeah, that's that that's forbidden tech as a whole, though. I mean, that's true. That yeah. that fleet commander ability needs to start at eighty percent and go up to five hundred percent. That's what it needs to do. Straight up, that's what it needs to do. Because the cost to to equip forbidden technology and unequip it is completely it is high i mean i'm not i'm not especially since especially since there's not enough of that loot to go around anymore the the values are good it's just the bonus that's the problem they need to swap it out to chance of uh additional q's favor that scales up to 100 percent well you know we did buy it then i'll buy janeway yeah we talked about we talked about how to use research or something like that to to try to influence Q's favor, Q's benevolence, something like that. But uh, but to, to illustrate Bubba Joe's point, if it's an if an epic costs thirteen point five thousand, which it does, all right, uh, Bubba is right. It takes ten days of triple chests. No, that's not true. F, F, uh, twelve No, it is true. Actually it's eleven days. Eleven days of triple chests for you to swap out for you to swap out one epic one time. What the? 11 days to swap out one epic forbidden tech one time. Now, you could see in Lost in says 11 days, that's fast in Star Trek. And I'm not I mean, it we've seen worse, okay? But still like like Blue says, there's all these other abilities and everything. You know, Bubba, a lot of times when we get something that's limit like that, like, okay, what about Cerritos boost? What about Defiant boost? What about Titan boost? You get enough to do one or two a day. Well, hold on, because if you're pulling that fusion rods, you're not pulling 
the tier up catalyst because there's not enough refinery tokens to do to do both. both. Full yeah, you're right. I actually have enough to do both, but I do not have enough to do both plus the new refineries. What new refineries? The ones that you uh, unlock if you buy one of the new rare forbidden techs. Wait, 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 Bubba. They specific. I don't have it because I can't say. They specifically told me that those free bundles were a drip that they didn't cost. They cost. They cost refinery tokens. Yeah. Oh, you gotta yep. be kidding me! Not you- a drip has a cost. What? God. It's a slightly better percentage in terms of credits to tear up catalysts, but it has a cost of a limited resource. You know, so spend the money to pay. Dumb. So Yay. dumb. God. God. Every. This is why we need Oliver, to start with Len. Oliver. Is, Oliver is standing over uh, at his desk right now. He's like, Daddy, calm down. Calm down, Dad. Do you see the vein popping out of my head? You, see, you don't see that vein? Yep. Come over here and feel it. Look at it right there. You, you see to that? do your Lamas breathing. Yeah, you see that vein? Yeah, you got, There's a vein up here. Telescope. Oh, these God. kinds of Pulling these kinds of stunts makes your children afraid. Yeah. I mean, let, let me just say. <laughs> yeah. All right. They're offering this month a meta to unlock one of the rare new, the, one of the new rare forbidden texts. Bubba Joe. Okay. They told mm-hmm. us that. They are offering a meta to unlock for free or through engagement, rather, one of the rare forbidden texts, which will give you one of these bundles. Now, here's the pause, thing. This is what they said. Hang on. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. This is what they said. They said that that we're going to we're gonna give people one so that they can see it and then be like, oh. This is great. I can get more tear up catalysts. So then that they would be incentivized to buy the other two. That was the reason. Fix it. Oh, just Bubba. Just when you think that they cannot. Is my audio cutting out? It's probably because I overloaded my microphone processor. I'm so sorry. Just when, when you think for a minute, Bubba Joe, that Forbidden Tech cannot get any worse, my God, it finds a way. When it cannot get worse, they find a way. Yep. Oh, God. Oliver says he knows how I'm feeling. How am I feeling? Mad. He says mad. <laughs> I mean, oh, God. So, it was supposed to be a drip. I, I, and that is not terrible. I mean, but the numbers that are in there are terribly small. But, I mean, if it was free, that'd be completely different. But I just want to clarify, DJ. Since when? Since, since when did we have to clarify the difference of for free with with effort right isn't that the assumption if something is being given away for free that you have effort you have to go through to get it listen this clarification concerns me it it i don't think that it should concern you i think that listen i think what it means is that there's going to be material spend i think what it means yes, is that's, that's exactly what i'm thinking yeah it, which obviously is, it's going to have material spend it's going to have material spend in it folks it might even also have directive spend Okay, 
It might be one or the other. It could be both. All right, so I'm just telling you. It, it, yes, Bubba. And, and because of that... I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're thinking the same thing because I'm like, why, why are we splitting hairs in this way? Well, because I expect it to be a heroic material spend. That's what I expect. I, it's, I agree. And okay. that's... Anyway. Anyway. Sorry. You sure you want to take a break? I think maybe we should take a break. No, I need to take a break. All right. Uh, Shots. <clears throat> Everybody take a shot. When we come back, I'm going to come back to Fleet Commander Janeway because she's got some, she's got some good stuff in there too, Bubba Joe. Um, we'll come back. We'll come back to Fleet Commander Janeway. And I... I'm going to give the entire panel 60 seconds. Is there anything else to say about forbidden technology? Because I do not want to mention it the rest of the show. I I am done with it, Bubba. I am flat out done. You can mention one thing. No. Actually, it's a bad thing. Just you said you asked. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. This Um, is it. Yeah, listen. This is it. Get it out right now. Speak now or forever hold your peace. They gave us a limited amount to pull common refines. Anyone who accidentally pulled too many from one are no longer able to finish getting, say, their ablative armor or the Orion other one, unless they pay for it. Is there any way to get those common shards or the same thing with the uncommon ones if the if you've I, done something like that going forward? I submitted a ticket on my alt yesterday. I'll let you know. We got a guy, he's been submitting, and they keep shutting him down. They say, no, you got your item that whatever you spent. So now the extra shards just sit in there? No, he... he, You don't get any extra shards, because it doesn't give you anything. (laughs) It just went an extra five five went to Yeah, he he bought too many in the one, and was five, you know, the 15 short. And and they have events just throwing out the rare, and I think... Uh, maybe not the uncommon currency to refine these forbidden texts, but none of the common or uncommon. Just just even one event would like resolve a ton of tickets and probably make lose some money on the their like, you know, baits like that. All right. Are we uh are we done with this? I, I promise yeah, I'd mention with, it, uh, so. do better. I have I have one thing, DJ, oh, and it's yes. really simple. Uh. Everybody needs to do this. Woo-sa. No, I refuse. And breathe in. No. Woo-sa. I think we're past that. playing another game. <laughs> <laughs> so about this game, Oliver started playing. It's yeah. also a Scopely game. So, <laughs> Do you think Oliver could use his new clout with Scopely? Yeah, hey, Oliver, out? Oliver, listen, we're going to need you to do us a favor, okay? They obviously like you. They're willing to pay you to do streams. Uh, you think that you could go up there and, and talk to him a little bit about some of this uh, this forbidden technology? You willing to do he's that? He's a new ambassador. Yeah, he's like, he's game like developer no. influencer. He's like, absolutely not. <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> he, he's actually you're, asked to go you're out on to your LA. Own, buddy. Uh, he's, he's asked to come to Los Angeles. I, I, we can't go this time because of school, but if we, uh, if we put anything together next summer, Bubba Joe, Oliver wants to come out and do content in Los Angeles next summer. So I told him, okay. I told him to come on. Oliver, Oliver, you need to stick with Stumble, guys. Don't, don't even mess with this. Okay? Don't let anybody convince you to, to try to get involved in this mess. Okay, You stick with the Stumble guys. They seem really nice. They like you. You just stick over there. Okay, You stay there. How many coffee mugs is he going to come home with? How many what? 
coffee mugs is he going to come home with? <laughs> His body weight. Good job, DJs. Keep your kids <laughs> safe. All right. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, man. All right, too. guys. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more on Fleet Commander Janeway. Plus, rare formation armadas. Now, this is actually one, Bubba Joe, that mathematically... I think we I think as a community we might be deceptively angry on. I'm actually not as mad about the nanotechs that are dropping from the rare formation armada. Some people are like, "Oh, it's such a terribly slow grind." I don't know that it's that slow. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. I mean, you, there's not a ton of nanotechs there, but you also got to remember that is loot boost capable. Okay, the the complex nanos are loot boost capable. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return after a word from our Talking Trek sponsors. Hang on. Talking Trek is brought to you in part by MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is the biggest and best Facebook page all about toys. Meet other like-minded individuals that share in your same interest, have hard-to-find rare toys, or know someone looking for your special piece of nostalgia. Old toys or new toys, hard-to-find toys, doesn't matter. With MN Toy Posse, you can find it, buy it, or sell it. Visit today at Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. That's Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse for the toy collector in all of us. Hey folks, more of that shameless self-promotion. Twitching Trek had a big goal set out for July and you guys smashed it. We are 33% of the way towards our huge promotional giveaway in the month of October. And if you're just hearing about it, well, find out more. Visit us on our Twitch page and subscribe to the channel using a simple tier one recurring sub for $4.99 or less and be automatically entered to win your share of up to $2,000 worth of game packs in the month of October. Plus, witness irresponsibility and shenanigans along the way. Twitching Trek needs your help reaching 350 tier one or higher subs for august and september to hit goal so visit our page today and win big with twitchy trek and ultimate djsplays.com no purchase necessary. See official rules on Discord for details. Yo, what's up, Commanders? Great news about PvPTarget.com. You've known for a while that it exists and has some great reference tools regarding PvP banding and common crew loadouts, but they've recently launched brand new tools on the site, including a brand new cargo calculator page as well. This isn't your typical max cargo style calculator, but a brand new, unique tool that identifies the timer until you go over cargo. The game timer might tell you how long to zero the node, but how long until your miner is is at risk. You can find out now by using the brand spanking new cargo calculator at pvptarget.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Mr. Salty Pretzel Sticks. And try our new Mr. High Blood Pressure Corn Chips and Mr. Heart Attack Cheese Curls. Okay, Air Force One team, you have been hand-selected to make this plane as, uh, advanced age accessible as humanly possible. Let's hear some ideas, people. First off, forget any type of staircase whatsoever. We need to install one of those stair lifts because you can't fall up the stairs when you're being carried upstairs. Great thinking. What else we got? I'd also recommend investing in some waterproof seats to be installed throughout the aircraft for those unfortunate, um, accidents. Outstanding. It is red, white, and blue. Not red, yellow, and blue after all. Any more suggestions? Air Force One also has a shower for the president. I'd highly recommend installing grab bars, handrails, and even putting down a non-slip mat, because you can't go to Ukraine with an ankle sprain. That's a lovely rhyme. Great work, team. With these advancements, the president should be able to stay on his feet in no time. You binge Netflix's new sports documentary, Quarterback. 
Now watch the most relatable football documentary ever, Backup Quarterback. I have this clipboard for the offensive plays, and this clipboard over here is my grocery list. Go behind the scenes with some of the most forgettable people in sports. I usually keep at least five Sharpies on me at all times, all different colors, of course. You never know when things are going to get crazy out there. What happens if they actually have to do something? Hey, back up. Get ready. You're going in. Going in? Like the game? Behind every star like Patrick Mahomes, there's a below-average Joe like you and me. Blow the whistle! Blow the whistle! Only on Backup Quarterback, the low-budget sequel to Quarterback. Right about now, the funk soul brother. Check it out now, the funk soul brother. Right about now, the funk soul brother. Check it out now, the funk soul brother. Right about now. Funk Soul Brother, check it out now. The Funk Soul Brother, right about now. The Funk Soul Brother, check it out now. The Funk Soul Brother, right about now. The Funk Soul Brother, check it out now. The Funk Soul Brother, right about now. The Funk Soul Brother, right about now. Welcome back in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Yes, Fat Boy Slim. Which his albums were always weird, Bubba Joe. Like, I, <laughs> ew, what is that? Ew, uh, what would you throw that at me for? What? Yeah, that's disgusting. Guys, Oliver DJs just walks up to me. I gotta send you a picture. That is gross. Get that out of here. Ew. I'm glad you think that's so funny. Bubba Joe, Oliver DJs walks up to me. But by the way, not during a commercial break. He waits till we're ready to go back on the air and comes up and throws this at me. I just Obviously. Put it, I just put it in the graphics room. Why would why that, would he wait until you were on a commercial? That is a large dead bug. And he throws it at me, and it bounces off of me and lands on my desk. You know what? That is you, you young man. You get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oliver DJ is hanging out for the show today. Oh, you going to put where your? Oh, you going to put your headphones on? All right, here. Hang on. Hang on. Put your headphones. Dude, no. Quit messing around. Do, don't do that. If you want to put your headphones on. That's a on, tiny bug. Bubba. Come on, man. Your headphones are on backwards. Your headphones are on backwards. Flip them around that way. There you go. Put that on. You need to burn the house down now. I know. Burn right? it all down. All right. Hang on. What? Where's Where's our Weta? Let's get you that Weta. No, I'm I'm gonna take a hard That's pass. Actually, all right. Yeah. Hang on, everybody. Here's uh, hello. There he is. Hello. You guys can't even hear me. Yeah, they can hear you. Yes, we I, can. I can't hear you. Oh wait, wait. Why? Why can't? Can you hear us? Can you hear me now? Stop touching stuff. Here, what is this? No, let's see. That's that. Did you? It's clearly uh, did, a three-foot mouse. Did you turn your headphones? You you can't hear anything. Mm-mm. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, here's why. There you go. Hi. Oh, there. <laughs> Maybe if I turn the volume up there, Bubba Joe. <laughs> Please don't come over here and start that, singing, man. That, that might have something to do with it. Yeah, I guess turn um, the volume up. Uh, guys. What? That grasshopper was really weird. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. So thanks for throwing it at my face. <laughs> I'm going to put it on my iPad. No, get it out of here. Go put it in the trash can, please. I threw it over that seat. You just slung it across the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, Wolfwood. He's, uh, he's, he's my little man. He's got a very good laugh. All right. Very, very good laugh. All the, right. The grasshopper looked just like that. What, like that, that big that thing right there? Yeah. No, Dragon Keeper. He came, in, he came in over after the commercial break and threw a dead bug at me. So he wanted to, he wanted to come in <laughs> and say hi. All right. <clears throat> back, to, uh, back to business here. Peanut okay? butter jelly time. Seriously? Can, can we get back to our show? Peanut you got butter. your show. Now you got to let me have my show. Peanut butter jelly time. Oh peanut my God. butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. You're the one that hooked his headphones up. He knows that I grew up with. It's facts. It's facts. What's facts? That you... What Ripper just said Stop touching your microphone. My God. This kid, Bubba Joe, cannot help but fidget with everything. He fidgets. Non-stop fidgeting. Sounds like a mini version of his dad. You do. You also do that. I do not fidget. I don't touch my microphone. You, you fit. Well, you, that I would believe. You, you fidget with your clothes. I do fidget with my clothes. Well, stop. Then fidget with your clothes <laughs> and stop touching your microphone. All right. Listen, you've got to. You. <laughs> I don't even want to tell the people what you just did. Stop it. Quit being gross. <laughs> yeah, I know. He, just, he, he fidgets, so he. <laughs> He puts his hand straight down his pants. <laughs> I always do that. Get out of here. You can't say things like, all right, go. All right, that's. <laughs> Get out of here. All right, goodbye. Bubba Joe. God. Get me back on track, please. What were we talking about? Fleet Commander Jay. There's a track? Yeah, I'm trying to, okay? I'm trying. Here, take this. Hey, take that. I don't want to see it again. Ugh. Fleet Commander Janeway, Bubba Joe, uh, let's talk about Fleet Commander Janeway just a little bit as far as some of the skills that she's got, maybe even some of the early skills, okay? We take a look. Um, we saw uh, the cost efficiency for removing uh, the words we're not going to talk about anymore. Um, on duty for increasing research speed, mining rate, warp speed, at least that one's always on. Uh, okay, hey, 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 Jules. You've got cosmic particles cost efficiency research in the scientist tree that requires command center level 20, which most people should be at, right? So what what can we get that one to? Did you say we could get that one to 14, give or take? You, you can get to 14 as an, as an ops 50 plus. I think it requires command center 55 to get the last. Oh, uh, so where, where does it? But you can get 10% basically right off the bat. 10% right off the bat. Let me Let me look at... Because that's that third row. Let me look at Kirk. So the third row, if we, yeah, here we go. So if you don't have Command Center 40, which I do not, okay, then you're capped at level nine on those skills. So if you are below, of course, well, that doesn't matter, right? Because the research is 51 plus. So I guess it doesn't really matter. Uh, except for to someone like me, who's not at Command Center 40, but I am 51 plus, so I don't get I don't get all the stuff. Now at level nine, it's four and a half percent. 
still small, still small. But, I mean, I'll take it, Bubba Joe. I'll take it. Efficiency is efficiency, right? Um, let's see. What else we got? We've got repair cost efficiency, base whole health. The base whole health, Bubba Joe. Now, that one's not small. That one goes all the way up to 500%. Then you've got a selectable resources for research or researches for building on the selectable. All right. So, yeah, scientist tree, Bubba Joe doesn't look horrifically bad. Just, you know, going to take a long time to get there. By the way, take a look at the Omega Directive. Now, again, this is, you know, going to require, like, super high up. What What is it? Command Center 50? Yeah, that's what it requires. That last line, right, Bubba Joe? Command Center Correct. 50? Uh, which is a long way off if you're grinding that out. But how about this, Bubba? Increase base isolytic defense, and it goes up to 50%. That's kind of significant. Taking a look at the Admiral tab. Uh, mitigation stats, yeah, that seems lame. Uh, so, base damage, so much, that's lame. So much for isolytic being the reset button. They've already started throwing massive defenses around. Yeah, that's pretty big, 50%. I mean, that's that's pretty big. Uh, let's see, Pierce. Wow. I got to be honest with you. The Admiral's tab. The Admiral's tab does not look good to me, Bubba Joe. Uh, they do. The very okay. last one has the nanotech efficiency. Or oh, the, of uh, course. Of course, of course. So they're going to put that research below the worst tree in there. Um. Huh. Yeah. Do we know what that costs? Because if they're costing it like the skill point efficiency they put on uh, Fleet Commander Seven, it'll be worthless. <clears throat> yeah. Well, at least it. it I mean, the efficiency they put on Seven of Nine was for skill points. All right. These researches Correct. are going to take a lot more of the uh, of the cosmic. My particles. point is, is that the other tier call it tier five nodes that do require rare skill points yeah they start at 10 and then they go to 15 and then they go to 25 sevens level one which gives you one percent efficiency costs 75 rare skill points. <laughs> all right so listen scopely did say that they were working on stfc.space. Uh, do we have... It, it's in there. I can post a link here in the chat. Yeah, they added forbidden Starts tag. at 20, goes up to 150 rare skill points to max it. Or at level 15. Where is me, it? Does that it. show up in research tab? Is that where, where it goes? Yeah, research tab, type in endgame. Okay, so they don't have a tab so for it, it starts, but you can find it. It starts at a reasonable level. That's good. All right, so yeah, it starts out... Um, 20 rare skill points. That gives you an 8% buff. Then 25, Bubba. 30, 35, 40, 45, 55, 65, 75, and 85 maxes it out. So, I mean, no, that's not actually that bad. Uh, and that gets up to a 49%. Uh, oh, wait, it's 15 ranks. So then 95, 105, 115, 130, and 150 for level 15, which gives you a 100% boost to the um, to the nanotechs gained, all right? Which is one thing that I want to talk about are the nanotechs here in just a second. But, yeah, Fleet Commander Janeway, Bubba, kind of gift wrap this thing for me. 
if if a player had a hundred bucks to spend this month and they were looking for something to spend on, is Janeway that thing? I don't know, man. I kind of I don't feel like I'm massively impressed with this with this fleet commander tree. I think. Gee, DJ, I don't know. That's a tough one. If I had 100 bucks this month, I might be looking at one of the primes. But see, here's the thing. Janeway. Here's the other problem is like Janeway has some uses, right? She's okay. They're deep. They're really deep. Yeah. You know, I mean, look here. I think it depends on your perspective, right? So, DJ, where are you at with your fleet commander progress? Well, I mean, my. So I only have. Three. I got Lacutus, Spock, and Kirk. Now okay. they're all three maxed for the fact that I don't have command center level forty. Like I can't do anything else to them. I, I've spent all the skill points that I can spend, so I'm done. Right. But but here's the thing, you know. And I'm kind of with Griffin until I get to command center forty. There's nothing else to do. And if I'm looking at Janeway. And I'm looking at everything that she has skills in for the top three rows, Bubba. I see nothing there that I am interested in, with the exception of the cosmic particles cost efficiency. And even there, I can only get it to four and a half percent. It four and a half percent. Now, if I go back to the research tree, for example, uh, Jules, how deep do I have to get in that node? Before I get to four and a half percent, let's see base particle acceleration. So yeah, level five on that thing would get me to five percent. I could keep going. I mean, I don't know. Four and a half percent probably is worth it, but is it worth digging through that entire fleet commander tree? I'm not sure that it is at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't know. And not only that, Bubba, but I'd have to go. So, so I see one skill, one skill that is good before Command Center 40. Now, that, that also depends, right, because of where I am with Q's Trials. Bubba Joe, Anders, Canine Tooth, you guys might be interested in the tactical leg of Janeway because of where you guys have capped out on Q's Trials. So then it's possible that you guys could see a more use for her in the tactical leg of her I, skill tree. I really, I really think that 1.5% is totally going to save me against the go-home cannon of those Q's trials. Well, no, I'm talking about like tactical uh, third row. You can increase damage against Q's trial by 500%. That's not small. Okay, You can increase damage by 500% if you max that skill out. Uh, and it is ship type specific, so explorer, interceptor, battleship, and you can get that up to five hundred percent, Bubba. That may get you to to kill that thing before your go home cannon. You see what I'm saying? So I, I'm not I'm not exactly sure. I mean, tactical leg doesn't look horrific if you're struggling with Q's trials. All right, but I don't see anything else there until command center fifty, Bubba Joe. Like the cooldown remover thing, that's at uh, Command Center 50. The nanotech loot gain, it's at 50. Research efficiency and building efficiency, 
50. By uh, isolated defense, it's 50. Like, they didn't scatter her value like they did with some of the other commanders. You know what I'm saying? Everything is stacked down there at Command Center 50, and I'm not sure that I'm willing to slog through everything else to do that. If if anything... And you're not probably close to 50. No! And if any... I was going to say just that. If anything, I might consider coming back to her when I get close to Command Center 50. Maybe. But by that time, there's probably going to be a half a dozen other things. You know? I, I, I am struggling to find value there, which is disappointing because I love the character. You know? I love Admiral Janeway. I love Captain Janeway. I love Voyager. I'm struggling to find... The value here in this particular fleet commander tree, Bubba Joe. I'm just not. I'm not seeing it, and that's why I'm asking if anybody else can see it. Uh, go with it now. Now, let me be fair. Does this one make me mad? Like the thing we're not going to talk about anymore? Absolutely not. I just don't see value in it for me, Bubba Joe. That makes it easy for me to make a choice. You know, I, I. This is one piece of this feature that I can say, okay, this one may not be for me, but I still get use out of the other ones, right? Like, I'm not angry about this. Maybe a little disappointed, feel like it could have been better, but whatever. This one's not for me. For whatever reason, it doesn't offend me like the other feature does. I don't know why. But, yeah, I'm not sure that Janeway has enough pizzazz. Uh, Does anybody else have a counterpoint to that? Because... I, I mean, I'm welcome. I'm, I'm more than happy to hear it, Bubba, if, if you think that she has a silver lining. I, I just don't think I'm seeing it. Well, I think like all fleet commanders, there's going to be some use cases to justify their existence mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, I just don't know that for the majority of players that fleet commander Janeway is, is, is going to be it for them. Now, I think the one way they could salvage fleet commander Janeway is to take that that first ability and basically turn that first redemption in the fleet commander refinery of the tokens and make it so you only have to do it once a week and you can push all the rest of your tokens into the tier up catalysts every day regardless of whether you do three or five mm-hmm. um i think if they were to put that and started it literally 80 percent have it cap out at like a thousand percent make it one-tenth the cost. I think that actually is a skill that people should want to go invest in because it gives you the ability now to do and use forbidden technology the way we were told we were going to be able to use forbidden technology. Yeah. You use the the no-no word. You said the no-no word, Bubba. I said it a couple of times. Would you like me me to say it some more? You're going to get me going again. Um, all right, so there you go. Is Fle- it a forbidden word? <laughs> Is it a banned word? Am I gonna am I gonna lose points? I'm gonna I'm gonna time you out. It's a good uh, thing of the it's a good <laughs> thing everything's made up and the points don't matter. That's right. <laughs> uh that's true. All right, so Fleet Commander Janeway, okay, has some use cases, has some has some scenarios. I don't know that she's quite the knockout, uh, knockout, drag him out, Bubba Joe, that maybe I was kind of hoping that she would be. And that might just be personal because, you know, she's a very, I'm very fond of that character. So uh, just not, I'm not really feeling it. By the way, I did mention this in the Arcfall video, Bubba Joe. Has anybody taken a real close look at her skill points? Because, by the way, 
kudos to the art director or to the art team on Janeway's skill points. Has anybody actually looked at that? Because that is actually awesome. Did any, anybody anybody else notice that? Baba, did you notice it? Come on. Nope. Seriously, go go look at her skill points right now. People <laughs> I'll I'll put it in the graphics room. Her skill point, Bubba, is a coffee mug. All right. Cool. And I again, that is a narrative win for me. All right. Mimi says, meh. No, for me, that's that's a narrative win. Okay, in a month where they got a lot of other things narratively wrong, that is clever. Okay, I like that. I noticed that. At least uh, that was the one birdie in like the triple bogey series round of like, <laughs> yeah. golf they had. In in the, uh, least, in the entire arc launch, like that was the one thing that was good. But yeah, at, at least they got the rank on her collar right for the image of her not being an Admiral Janeway image. Yes, yeah. But they did get her the rank on her collar correct. I, I'm looking That's at it now. It facelift. is correct. So I'm gonna. So this was actually brought up in developer chat. Can I can I give you the response? Because by the way, I thought it was very very funny. All right, I thought it was I thought it was very clever when this was brought up in developer chat that they used Captain Janeway's likeness for an Admiral Janeway rank and title. All right, um, we brought that up, and you know that she should have been silver haired, uh, and she should have been aged a little bit, like she showed you know in in season seven. Um, and, and this is what I was told, Bubba Joe. So first of all, our game does technically exist outside of the prime timeline. Like we, we all know that, uh, that our storylines don't necessarily always match, uh, the prime or even Kelvin timelines. Uh, the very clever response that I got to, you know, this is not the right likeness is like, Hey, you know, this is, you know, whatever the 20, what is it? The 25th or 26th, 27th century, whatever. Uh, you think they don't have anti-wrinkle cream is what he told me. This this was <laughs> he's like you think they don't have anti wrinkle cream now for whatever reason that actually made me laugh out loud when I was actually talking to him because I was on a voice call and he said you know this is Star Trek like we're hundreds of years in the future you think they don't have anti wrinkle cream and hair dye and so I thought it was I thought it was a funny little thing I do though that at doesn't the explain the bun though uh it's it is a narrative miss all right that's a narrative miss Elix is a narrative miss by the way by the way Scopely you know. Echo told me that we couldn't flip-flop Neelix and Harry Kim, Bubba Joe. But I had another player I had another player send me a message and said, hey, listen, why don't we just why don't we just swap the artwork? Like they did with Changeling Kira. The ability yep. stayed the same. Nobody lost the ability. Nobody lost their progress on, on their ability for what they right. had chosen. Why don't they just swap the artwork? Like, will that work? Could we do that? Is there because a reason we can't do that? Neelix is more of a reputation officer than Kim is. Right? Do I? As well. Huh? His other ability is a reputation game, which is more of a Neelix thing than a Harry Kim thing in addition to that. So it makes even more sense. Well, it it does make sense. Now, there are some players out there, Bubba Joe, that that are okay with this. Okay? Like, like, for example, and I'm, I'm trying to find one of the chats here real quick. Um, I don't know if I'm going to find it super fast. I'm struggling to find it. Anyway, he said, listen, you know, that was kind of a funny thing. He said every single episode, every single episode that, um, 
that showed him in the kitchen he burned something. All right. So he told me, he said, listen, that's not as much a narrative miss for me as it might be for you, you know, as it as it might upset you or Bubba. They mentioned you, Bubba, because they knew that you were fussy about it. It might not be as much of a narrative miss because he did always burn stuff. Like that was the that was the thing. That was the funny thing. All right. Uh, for, exa- for, for example, Neelix, uh, here it is. I found it. A Fox wrote it to us, Bubba Joe. Neelix is famous for cooking and making burning hot, spicy food. If not, just catching it on fire. Throughout the entire season, uh, throughout the series seasons, he was morale and ambassador too. But personally, the morale task for Neelix was always a little bit silly. It was normally uh, part of a f- job of a first officer. Kim was the face of Starfleet naivety and purity. So I find both choices for this game can technically be justified by the series. Uh, however, the art swap would solve and make a lot of people happy. <laughs> so he gave arguments on both sides there, Bubba Joe. But um, do you accept A Fox's rationale for Neelix being burning? Like, do you think it's no. enough? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Literally a nope. job title. Okay. Nope. All right. Uh, you know, th- there's that. That I should thought. be burning because she could literally melt Tuvok's face with her mind. That, Kess could be burning. Absolutely. Adult Kess could be burning. Totally mm-hmm. on board with that. I don't think they'll ever add Kess to the game. I don't think they will either. But nope. that would be acceptable. If for nothing burning else, your food the, does uh, not cause yeah, burning on a starship. Well, yeah, that I don't was, know if I that like was... the reason. Like Neelix is burning because because you know he's not intelligent. <laughs> That's not a very good reason. Well, I, I wonder <laughs> because obviously doable. burning is a combat <laughs> ability, right? It's it, it it's not necessarily about the kitchen or something like that. It's a combat ability. So so yeah, I guess and I I just you know I was just curious. I'm presenting both sides. I. I do personally, I do think it's a narrative miss. Um, but you know, and listen, even even Echo said the other day, you know, it was a mess. We missed it, you know. So I, I, he didn't we'll even try. It. He didn't even. Well, so that's why I'm wondering: could we not just swap the art? If they know it's a miss, then just fix it. Uh, we could just know, swap that, the art. There's an issue. Okay. What's uh, the issue? I mean, there's a fixable issue. Uh, one of the officers doesn't have sourcing. So all they need to do is just add it to the officer sourcing of the other Voyager officers and fixed. Well, I mean, I don't suspect that they won't do that soon. Okay, just be honest with you. I don't expect that that is not... I don't expect that that's going to be a problem that we have to deal with very long, okay? I, I know some people are fussy, Bubba Joe, about not having all of them in there, but this is their arc of release. Like, that literally doesn't ever happen. They don't I mean, do we that. still don't have... DS9 officer sourcing, so they're a little behind the, the ball. I get that, but like I said in the Arcfall video, and I mentioned it on Talking in Cars, Bubba Joe, um, we can talk implementation here in a minute, because uh, I still want to do rare formation armadas. I want to get to that too. But Bubba, regarding the content that came out during Voyager's seasonal arc, I don't know, I, I don't know of anything that we're going to get out of this arc on and not have the the path, not have the sourcing, right? Like, you you go with the no-no word. Well, there's there's a path for that, albeit it's terrible, all right? Uh, but you look at artifacts, there's a path for that. 
We've got, a, we've got the drip of directives. Now you look at rare formation armadas, and immediately in month one, you've got the drip of directives. You've got sourcing on isolytic artifacts, not only from Voyager, but also rare formation armadas. You've got the officers now from the nanotech. Uh, I, 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 I feel, Bubba Joe, for the, for the first time in a lot of arcs, I feel like this is actually an appropriate wrap-up. Like, permanent sourcing exists for every piece of content that was introduced. Now, whether or not it's good or bad, you know, forbidden technology, that's, that's a fight for something else. But, but, I'm you know, directives, both kinds. All the artifact shards, all those, all those things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some of them are still pay-only, though. Like, what, a couple of the artifacts? Yeah, like uh, the Borg Queen, like the universal isolated damage one. That's pretty good. That for the Queen remains. That's an artifact that's still pay only. Is that uh, one not uh, now, guys? This is serious. I'm not talking. This this always happens. What about Picard? I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm talking about this arc. Okay, please. I'm talking about this arc, and that's kind of the point, Bubba. This arc seemed to have kind of put a bow on everything, whereas we don't normally get that. I could talk about uh, I could talk about DS9, right? DS9 still has officers missing. So does TNG. So does Strange New Worlds. They all have officers missing. This feels like the most comprehensive wrap-up that we may have had in an arc finale in quite some time. Bubba, am I, is my Prozac talking again? Or am I actually I checking, off, checking off boxes? I think your Prozac is. Uh, I think Prozac and Len put you in a really good mood for some reason. <laughs> All right, tell me what I'm. Tell me what I'm missing then. DS9 ended with two officers not having sourcing, and Voyager will end with two officers not having sourcing. You even got free Prime this month. We got free Dolomites in this seasonal arc. And and Robotsky says that you are assuming that Neelix and Seven are going to be added to the Voyager chest. Yes, I am. Read between my lines here, guys. All right. I am I, I don't believe that I am stressed about that. I think that's going to be a sooner than later thing. Okay? I'm not going to say anything. I'm not committing. I'm not doing a, I'm just saying um I may or may not have already had those conversations and, and I at this time don't feel like that is is something I feel anxious about. Is that is that fair, Bubba Joe? They 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 Sure. Not, that may not be what comes to play. You know, that may not be what comes to pass. Clearly, you know, with the stupid other feature, the no-no word, that didn't pan out the way that I was told it was going to come. So, the so feature which must not be named. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The feature which must not be named did not present the way that they told me. So it's certainly possible that this could happen that way too. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, me personally right now, Bubba, I am not scared that... Neelix or Seven won't show up in the very, very near future. Okay, like that, that, it's just not my, my, that is not my biggest worry right now. All right, it could end up being, in which case we'll, we'll fight and yell and talk about that. Okay, but I'm not stressed about it right now. So Bubba, tell me, aside from Neelix and aside from Seven, which this is their month of release, so don't, we can't pretend like that would be not normal or abnormal, like that this is a normal pattern of behavior for the final arc. What else am I missing? What else does not have sourcing? 
Voyager, even Voyager BPs, even a player coming up now. Voyager BPs, they got that. What else? Lady Unaleska says cloaks. No, guys, what was launched in this seasonal arc? All right, <laughs> stop it. The uh, epic all of Voyager. The the epic uh, artifacts. Okay, how many? Uh, I thought. Now I I could have been looking at this chart wrong. Uh, Blue, I thought that those three epics were coming in the Voyager refinery. Am I wrong? Uh, let's see. Only generators comes from the Voyager refinery. The other two came from the isolytic artifacts chest that was a limited time isolytic artifact restoration chest. And we got those in solo leaderboards and other events, but we haven't seen that currency come back. Okay. So, okay, that was, so that, well, uh, sorry, come back in any free setting. Only pay correct. Only. Yeah, that's correct. You can, you can pay for that. that well, didn't didn't it come, didn't it come chairs. last month? Didn't they source some of that in an event last month for free to play? It was only sourced in one arc, I believe. Yeah, but, it, but they still gave players it, like two or three pools, right? But it's really hard to say, hey, you can get 100 oh, shards yeah. for an epic thing off of a few. Oh, I, no, that's I'm not going to define that as sourcing. It's not. Yeah, it's not sourcing. Yeah, I'm so not going to define that as sourcing. sourcing for those. Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, so so two of the highest epics. Is that what we're saying? Two of the highest epics. All right. That's fair. I would think like a host chest of like a rare formata. I was surprised that didn't have like a one chance pull from that chest or something. Do we know Just that like it does a premium chest for regular ones with uncommon? Well, let's go ahead and make that transition then, Bubba. Um, let's talk about rare formation armadas, and then we can see if this is an appropriate wrap up because we do have some sourcing data. Crazy enough, uh, Scopely actually came out this month, Bubba Joe, and gave Blue and Jules all the sourcing for the isolytic artifact shards uh, and what armadas they came from. All right. Now, this is where I am a little bit torn on maybe what a decent strategy would be, Blue. All right. Let's start with, um, gosh, I, I don't even know where to begin with this. Uh, but Jules, do you have a method of, of teaching about the rare format of chess? Because I, I wanted to kind of talk about target selection again, which is going to sound, Bubba, it's going to sound less obvious than it was with the uncommons. Jules, if, if I just told you that I still feel like the rare Armada chest could be, uh, or the rare Armadas could still be target-driven, would you say that I'm crazy? Um, I think it's dependent on your alliance and your capabilities because 31 and 38 are exactly the same as far as what you're going to get in that, in that, in those chests. And you're really not going to like expand the pool that you're going to get until you get to the 51 rares, which I know, for instance, my alliance cannot do. We, we currently cannot hit, uh, the equivalent of like, a, say a 50, uh, uncommon format formation armada right now. So I know that that's just irrelevant. I'm not going to worry about sourcing for those. So for right now, I'm looking at 31 through 46 and I'm seeing, Hey, I'm not really getting much more just the Narada tendril fragment. So I'm going to focus on what's going to give me the most complex nanotech. Okay. I think that yeah, is a, that's a fair perspective. You know, if the nanotech is the priority, 
um, then we want to get as much of that as we can. Now, let me ask this question to a player like Bubba Joe. Bubba Joe at ops or at a level 31 rare formata, you can get 37. But on a level 60 rare, it's only 58. As a matter of fact, let's adjust this down, Bubba Joe. I'm sure you still have a G4 rare, right? You still fly a G4 rare. You have one anyway, don't you? I have three, two. I have two. Okay. I do um, not fly them. Let me ask you a crazy question. Do you believe that your big G5 ship, to kill the 60 rare, presuming that you've got 5 of 11, right? Presuming you have 5 of 11 in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And taking a base of 58, you've got 5 of 11, you've got the doctor, so... What are you going to take? What's your loot gain between the doctor and five of 11? 125%, 115%? Uh, whatever a tier one doctor is. Tier one doctor. What is he? Is he 10 or 15? I think he's 15. I don't I thought he was 10, but okay. It might be, it might yes. be 10. I don't know. Is it 15? 15%. It is 15. Okay. All right. So, and you've got a max five of 11, right? Yep. All right. So, Bubba Joe's going to get a 115% bonus on 58. There's nothing else at this point, right? We don't have Commander well, there Janeway. Is. The, Ar- the Armada Pillager research gives you 30%. Okay, Armada Pillager, 30%. Good. Okay, so he's so, got 145%. So he's got 145%. So we're going to take 58. We're going to times it by 200 or 2.45. So Bubba Joe, you're going to get 142 loot. Okay, 142 complex nanotech. Now, let me ask, if we dropped from a 60... Bubba, I would imagine that you would probably feel very comfortable flying your G4 rare against a 51 rare, wouldn't you? Do you think maybe even a 56 rare or maybe the 51 rare? 56 might be might be too much. You think a 51? I think a 56 is probably too much. Okay. And I'm not entirely certain that I can get to warp range 200 with my rare. But let me see what Fair I can enough. come up with. That's here. good point. Good point. Yeah, the 50 the 51 is only 160 warp range. Yeah, I was okay. uh, I was trying Mine to say uh, has oh no I'm I'm wrong I can I can get there. Okay, so you could, but let's just pretend that 51 is is safe, right? Let's say that's safe for a G4 mm-hmm. rare. What's your loot uh, bonus on the G4 rare? It's probably 60 plus percent, isn't it? At least 80. Um, Maybe 80? Mine is 80. Mine's 80. Okay, 80%. I'm sorry. Hang on. Hang on. My bad. I was looking at the wrong. Mine is 120%. Okay, yeah. That's why I thought his his is higher. So let's take that 145. He's going to add another 120, giving him a 265% loot boost now. Okay? Now, I'm not at the point of doing LaForge yet because we're still talking about a 51 rare with a G4 ship. Okay? It also depends on who Bubba Joe's got coming with him. All right? But... Yeah, Tuvok. Tuvok will not be making the trip. Why would Tuvok not make the trip? Because he don't need artifact tokens? Bubba Joe probably doesn't. All right. Now, some people might. Okay. Some people might want that. All right. I I would think if you're going after a 51 rare and you got a G4 rare ship, you're probably still, still probably wanting combat. Okay. Now, Gradumacated says Tuvok doesn't work on rare formatas. He does, but not on the currency we care about. Okay? Gradumacated, he does Correct. work 
on the standard artifact tokens. But that's not the currency that we're, that we're dying for here. We're dying for complex nanotech. And you're correct. Uh, Tuvok will not work for the complex nanotech. Okay? So, Bubba Joe, if you increase your loot bonus to 265% with a G4 ship, and we take the loot from a 51, which is 50 complex nanotech, as compared to the 58 that you would have gotten at the 60 level, we're talking a difference of eight nanotech pieces. Eight. Well, let's do the math on that, Bubba Joe. 50 times 3.65. Bubba, you would have gotten 142 by going after the 60 rare. But you're going to get 183 by flying a G4 ship against the 51 rare. Okay. Now, there is a little bit of difference. There is 600 more standard artifact tokens in the rare. Okay? So there's that. Um, is that it? I, I just want to say that there, the, the screenshots that we have posted in the graphics room with these battles, it does seem that you get a significant amount of them through the host chest. Yes. Like 181. Mm-hmm as to compare to the base of 47. And that's a lot more than what we saw with the uncommon formation armada. So now it's actually more beneficial for maybe a, a host to hit up as high as your team can allow. Well, that's true. Because Plus, if you take, if you take a look seemed... in the graphics room, that 46 rare that we got from Daddy Dave, the 46 offered two sources of nanotech, Jules. The 46 offered a starter's chest of 181 nanotech. And the Triwizard chest not only gave 30 shards instead of 10, but it also gave 70 more nanotech. That was one chest, Jules. And and now, this is one armada that one person hosted. With the loot he got, he can take a double pull of that exchange. So I, I think this is actually shifts a little bit more. Yes, it does. That it's, it's less about making sure your teams are equal using loot crews and everything to maximize what you're getting. It may actually work out best to hit higher so you can get a higher host chest. Well, now, we need more data does to depend. see where those host yeah, chests. We exactly. do not know the difference. We, that's correct. If the host chest on a 51 is 175, then I'm still going to say hit down. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? My, so my, yeah, I was going to say my my initial suggestion is find out the biggest thing that you can kill with a G4 rare and kill it. And that's probably a 51, and that offers the complete set, including the three rare artifacts that you've probably been like trying to get more of. And that's straight isolated damage to ship types. So that's pretty useful. And uh, it's probably a good spot to like aim for at the beginning. Now, Daddy Dave... Event. Uh, you were the one that sent the screenshots, and he does bring up a point. The double pull is not cost-effective, and, and I do kind of agree, Jules, when we're looking at this. The, the one chest is 75. The two chest is three and a half times that. I'm not a 1,000% sure until I'm swimming in these things because you got to remember, I'm only going to get one start every two weeks. All right? So he does have enough to do that two chest. How long is the cooldown? on the nanotech exchange. Now, hang on, Count DeVille. I, I, I'm going to argue with you on that, all right? There's, there's a method to my madness when we're talking about loot here, okay? Um, Dragon Keeper, Jules, Blue, anybody. What's the cooldown on the nanotech exchange? One day. 
One day. I got to be honest with you, man. If I'm getting one start every two weeks, I guess it depends on how active I'm going to be, right? Because here's what I'm talking. Now, you're right, Jules. From this player's perspective, from Dave's perspective, he ran the start. He got a boatload of loot. He got 181 out of the starter chest plus another 70 out of the Tri-Wizard chest. That gives him 251. Then he got 18 from the Armada. On the other hand, if you look at the Armada itself, he did have a very strong Newton with uh, a few other G4s there, but he also had that, that outstanding big old Corvus in there, okay? This is why, Blue, I definitely think that your suggestion has merit, okay? The only reason that I might suggest thinking about this a little bit differently, at least until we get more data, is what Bubba and I were talking about yesterday in the car. You're going to get one start every two weeks, but you could get eight total plays. Uh, Sorry, one start every two weeks, four total plays every two weeks, all right? Or two starts a month with eight total plays per month. So if you are able to find a way to use the G4 rares, then you can actually enhance the collection of nanotechs. And, and let's not pretend. I, as much as I would love to think, Bubba Joe, that everybody in the game listens to this show, it's a very small percentage. You're going to have people in your alliance that, that are running with big ships, okay? Um, this is going to sound kind of anti-DJs uh, or, or unlike me a little bit, Bubba Joe, but I might say, go ahead and start that 60 yourself. Let your whales come to that. That's where your loot's going to come from, all right? But I don't know that I wouldn't be showing up to all those 41s and 46s with, like, full-on loot and not the biggest ship. Bubba Joe, I, I guess that's what I'm saying. If, I, if I'm a player who has a large ship, if, if it's a 51 or, or even a 60, right? Even if it's a 60 and there's big ships going to that thing and I know I'm not going to get loot. I saw Carissa say this earlier. I got four nanotechs because a bunch of big ships came. And as much as we sit here and preach that your team needs to be smart, that your team needs to be level, that your team needs to honor and respect those smaller ships so that they can actually get a share of the loot, that doesn't happen very often, does it? So take whatever loot boost you can get. You know, take whatever loot boost you can get. If you've got uh, a 60 going on and you've got a G5 epic ship in it, take Jordy and take a G4 ship. And this is actually a place where Voyager may come into play because a lot of players who don't have the warp range to reach that level 60... Well, the Voyager may be able to get you there. Absolutely. And then you could put your max loot crew on your Voyager. That's right. Send it up there, start that armada, and uh, just sit there and let your anchors take care of it. Jordy Bev 5 with the Doctor under deck. Send a Voyager. Just and, and be just to there. Be, just to be clear for everybody, it is, it's not a Borg ship, and it does not, it's also not a Delta Quadrant ship. Correct. So the Voyager and the Talios and the Vidar do nothing. No, they have no bonuses. All right, this is, we actually asked that yesterday, but they code them as a Marauder. It is an independent hostel. 
Okay. Now, Kirk says, well, now everyone's going to show with loot crews and fail. Kirk, that's, that's why I kind of preface it and say, I wish everybody in the game listened to my content, but it's, it, it's small. It's 10, 12% at best. Okay. The, the chances of that happening, just be aware of it, right? Find out what they're starting. You know what people are starting. If they start a 60 rare and they're going with a 500 million power ship, it probably doesn't matter what anybody else sends. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. I have a question. I don't know if DJ, you know it yet, at least for the community. And I want to know is for that part 10 of the greater good mission where you have to beat a rare formata, does that apply to any level or does it have to kill that specific one? Uh, They told me that you should go back to the, to the hostile system. Sam or clue. You should go back to that specific. So they are just telling the entire server on the second day at the Armada events when everyone's done their mission, that everyone should just get in line for this one single spawn. I, I don't know. Does anybody else? Okay, Phil says that's wrong. We were able to do that a That would large be very one. bad. Okay. Yeah, so Amber says any level. Daddy Dave says any level. Blaze says we did a 60 and it worked. So there you go. Okay. okay any good. level. That's good foresight on their part. Well, <laughs> well they told, accidental foresight on they their part. told me Sam or Clue. Okay, so I'm glad that somebody else out there had had the you know the the guts to check it out. They told me to send people back to the level 35 system. <laughs> now I I do have this to Paul. God rest your God God love your soul. Okay, I know a lot of people are having trouble with silver silver scar right now. Part two. Um, and Scopely's working on it. Okay, there I, I don't. Oh, did they fix it this morning? Okay, they did fix it this morning. Okay, I I didn't know that. I I, I would like to poke a little bit of fun at some of those people. Since it's already done. Since it's already fixed and nobody's nobody's hurt anymore. Can I just ask why you guys didn't do it two months ago? This is the same Silver Scar mission that was launched two months ago. Why didn't we do it then? Why didn't we have this problem then? I mean, well, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Yes, we did have the problem then, Aaron, and they fixed it. They fixed it that can month. I, yes. I am shocked, can, Bubba, at the number I, of players that, that had this issue this month. Can I just say that forcing you to go look for missions is dumb. We have the holodeck for a reason. Yeah, because that, that was a planetary mission. Silver Scar Correct. was a planetary mission. Uh, yes. I mean, now, I'm not making an excuse for why it was broken a second time. You know, we talked about that version control and fixing you know, stuff that they've already fixed a million times. Like, I, I'm with you 100% in that corner. I'm just saying this exact same thing happened. And and <laughs> it happened again. Now, you guys know that there's mining systems up there. Like, good, deep mining systems. I'm shocked at how many people haven't even unlocked the space, Bubba Joe. It, it's surprising to me. Especially since it comes out and, and was two months ago. Uh, but that being said. All how right. many people can get there? Um, makes it a bad mining system. So to go back real quick to the, I don't know the loot. I can't get to the like the high G fives. I can only get to the baby G five. I, I still I think they're okay. Like my G four, my G three miners can't get to the high G four. I have to send my Nova to the G four one. I think I think it's okay, Bubba. It's all right. It's not perfect, but yeah, I mean I think it's okay. It's not the worst. 
But but anyway, you know, whatever. I, I, I was just curious. That was an observation because this mission chain is not new. It was, it was two months old. Go ahead, uh, Jules. I'm uh, just going to ask for people to send screenshots of their leader chest, the participation chest, and the mega chest, the tri-victory chest that they get so that we can start cr- collecting this data and coming up with more informed recommendations for folks. Absolutely. Where do, a do you have a little thread for it? There you go. You've got a thread inside the FAQ room, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Where's your thread? Is it in so, the chat it's room? It's in the chat room thread. Oh, it's in the chat yeah, room. Chat okay. room thread. Here's a link to it. There you There's go. also one, if you guys are on the FTC officer tool, we do have a data collection for lots of things, including current arcs. So you can go ahead and always throw some screenshots there too. So yeah, any, here's what we're looking for folks. And please don't do multiple chests at once. Here's what we need. We need you to clear out all of your loot chests, run one, show us the loot that you won, have the, preferably have the base loot of the, of the leg. Show us the loot that you won. Open one chest and show us the starter chest. Open one chest, show us the tri-leg chest. And Echo said there was a participation chest, but there isn't a participation chest for the uncommons, is there? Or is there? Yeah. Oh, there is. Yes, there is. Okay. I was wrong on that then. So there's a participant chest payout for the uncommons as well. So, all right. Well, then that means there's going to be one for these two. He did tell me there was one there. I actually didn't believe him. So, uh, yeah, and it, it's always random. You've got, a, you've got a 33% chance of getting it, Nacar, because the starter won't. So if there's three other people in that leg, which is that's maxing it out, you've got a 33% chance of getting it. It is random. All right? So um, that is absolutely correct. So there's a participation chest there. So we'd like to see that. And then we want to see the Triwizard chest. And, again, one at a time, please, because it's very, very important for us to get the, the amounts – Correct. For example, uh, Jules with Daddy Dave's, I really do want to believe that that Triwizard chest gave 30 shards plus 70 nanotech. Because here is where I feel like this is super important. All right. It's obviously not going to be the loot from the Armada. As you can see, Dave got 18. But now, Bubba, we talked about two rare starts a month and eight rare plays a month. Guys, if you play your eight rares, and I know it's not an even math. A lot of people are going to do more. Some people are going to do less. But the math, the law of averages says that if you start two, you can play an eight. All right? Um, that means you're going to end up with between five and 600. Actually, probably between six and 650 nanotech a month. All right? Is that enough to keep the refinery fully fueled? No, it's not. But that's going to get you 10 pulls-ish, nine, between 9 and 10, depending on, on your loot gain and, and so forth and so on. Let, let's call it 9. Let's be fair at 9. That's going to get you 9 pulls out of that chest. Blue, do we know how the rolls are, are working in that exchange? It looks like we do, right? Uh, in terms of the, the Triwizard payout? No, the Nanotech exchange. The nanotech exchange oh. is going to come. Each pull is going to come with a guaranteed amount of rare skill fragments. It's going to come with a guaranteed amount of premium artifact tokens. And then presumably it's one roll of officer shards. Do we know that yet? Do we know these odds? Nope. Don't know the odds. Don't know the rolls. There is no info button, unfortunately. And I haven't seen enough screenshots to come up with an answer. So it's another 
thing we can collect. Yeah, Silvis sure is Silvis and Blazed are also saying that they believe that it's one. Uh, and and I think that that's what it is. Okay, I, I do think that's what it is. I was just hoping that it could be a little bit more. But so nine, nine opportunities at full pulls of officers, enough premium artifact tokens to get one premium pull a month, which comes with all of them. Now, Bubba, you had mentioned that there were two epics that were missing, right? Mm-hmm. I thought. And I could be wrong. I'm going to actually check in the game right now. I thought that the premium pack, like the, the premium artifact restoration, I thought it had them all. Kirk's phaser rifle, Ganon's Magnus weapon. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, there's that? four in the premium. Where am I looking? The so, premium? Yes, the premium chest for a 50 plus has everything. Well, Less you than have 50 plus. Okay. I've got four epics in my yeah. one. So, yeah, they, so they, he's they, missing the two. Four queen them. remains are still a true pay only. They're not in any chest. And that's isolytic. So that's not even part of the premium chest at all. Right. Okay. Actually, so never the, mind. they're in the isolytic chest now. They, they are well, in the, the isolytic chest. Remains, but but the now those are not coming, remains, right? Yeah. The isolytic artifact tokens, we currently don't have a grind no. for those, right? It would be great no. to have sourcing for those. Well, it's interesting that that bundle is still there with no timer. Is, is there a pack for sale right now, Bubba, for, pre- uh, for premium isolytic uh, artifacts? There was. There may still be. Let me look. Let's see. If there's not a pack up, then that actually makes me feel there is, there is a pack up. Yeah, no. Nope, nope. No, that's, that's regular. Yeah, that's the regular artifacts. There is not. A pack up for premium isolytic. So we, we do have an artifact hunt coming up event. So I assume that they'll probably release a pack during that time or possibly. Or maybe source some in rewards. the event. Yeah. So I also easily believe that they forgot about it. That's also possible. That is possible. But there's no timer, which means when it was launched, there was no need to put a timer on it. So I, I, I could be reading into that too much, but I, I'll ask about it. I'll ask about it, but but nonetheless, let me ask you guys now. Completely free to play as we get ready to wrap up this segment. Take a look in the graphics room, if you don't mind, at this chart. Oops, wrong button. This chart that I just copied in there, courtesy, again, of Jules and Blue. And Silvis, thank you for that, by the way. This is the Nanotech Exchange Refinery. You're, let's assume, let's assume that you get nine of these a month, because I think that should be pretty close. Maybe some players would get eight blue, but between your starts, between your plays, using intelligent crew, using loot crew, et cetera, et cetera, I think you should probably have, be. I think you would think eight to nine at a minimum, and maybe more. So and Probably a, a August surplus as well. Yeah, there probably will be some sourced in events this month, but but let's and a look. A lot done in excitement. Maybe a lot of format. Do lot of we think? Started. Do we think that eight of these per month is a bad haul as a free to play? Every three to four days. As a free to play, eight a month, free to play. Now, Amber says the officers are going to be brutally slow. Obviously, it's going to depend on 
the odds, right? Yeah, like if, if it's a 50% chance at the one shard, that's probably stinky, right? And, and Kirk, that's exactly what we're saying. That's exactly what we're saying is it depends on the loot you get. Well, you should be controlling the vast majority of your loot with starter's chests. All right, because the loot that comes from the Armada itself seems to be very, very small. This is going to be primarily through starters and participation chests. All right, if you go back to the graphics room, you see the starter chest and, and try wizard chest, guys. The try wizard chest, there's nanotech in there. There's almost look, guys, in the graphics room right now, he killed a 46. Now, again, we do need more data. But out of a 46, you were only five nanotech short from doing a single pull, and that's off of one play. So, so you know what? I'm crazy. I'm crazy, Bubba Joe. It's going to be more than eight. It's probably going to be closer to 10 or 11 or 12. I mean, if you're going to get, if you're five nanotech short from a single pull just out of the Triwizard chest, well, then there's eight with the loot. You're going to get five nanotech from the Armada. So there's eight pulls you're going to get just from the Triwizard chest. And then you're going to get two more starter chests. And let's not even pretend or, or talk about the, the participation chest that you might get. We won't even count that in, Bubba Joe. If you got another 360, somebody do the math. What's 360 divided by 75? Is that roughly four-ish? 360 divided by 75? It's 4.8. So let's Almost call it five. Four. Yeah, let's call it four conservatively. There's 12 now. You're up to 12. And that's assuming you don't get a single Happy Meal. Assuming you get no Happy Meals. Assuming you do only eight plays. And assuming you do both of your starts and you win. That's 12 so that- pulls a month. I, I, yeah, I don't scope it. Know that what? What? Well, so that's Man, twelve pulls a month. It's rewarding. They'll nerf it. Oh, you can blue. have at the minimum one shard. You're probably roughly going to get two shards each, right? So we're saying probably thirty shards per month. I don't know if I want. I don't know the odds. I don't know if I would want to count on thirty. You're going to get twelve okay. pulls. You know. Well, so. the discovery recruit chest is somewhere between twenty-four and thirty-six shards every week. So compare it to that. Now, also, real quick, I see somebody saying, well, it's only, you know, one pull. Mimi, I, I, I was saying eight to nine. I, I, it can't be. It's not going to be that low. Free-to-play are going to get 12. Okay? I, I just, we just corrected my math. I was too conservative. All right? Now, if you take a look at the artifact gallery, let's look at that real quick. Uh, one premium pull is 1,000, right? Yeah, one premium pulls a thousand, so you would actually get two premium pulls out of that, because you would get enough currency out of twelve nanotechs. You're going to get twenty one hundred and sixty premium tokens. All right. So and the, but the cooldown's only twenty four hours, Kirk. So you're not going to be able to keep it fully fueled, not without spending. Okay. You're not going to be able to keep it fully fueled, but at twelve. Uh, oh, and Bubba. Bubba, are you still here? I saw you go on mute. Do you think... I was coughing. I'm here. That's okay. Do you think that 12 pulls, all right, out of that chest... Like, for example, um, you're at Op 60. 12 pulls for you, free to play, is 3,780 rare skill point fragments. What's your conversion? It's 100, isn't it? 
and then a hundred. So that's three hundred. That's thirty-seven. Thirty-seven rare skill points. That is not small in a thirty-day time for a free-to-play. Right. It's, I remember you telling me like fifteen to twenty was all you were getting from Titan, right? Or is it more than that now? No, I get I get basically that same amount from Titan. Okay, so free to play now, you can double your Titan. You can double your rare skill point input. That seems good. Right? No? I mean I'm this is I so I, I you know uh Lady Unaleska said this correct a little bit further up in the chat. It's better than the expansion cube. I don't think it's a lot better than the expansion cube, but it's better than the expansion cube, mm. so there is that. I I don't think it's nearly that bad. All right, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Blue, you you you're pretty pessimistic. You even said, "Well, if Scopely knows it's that good, they'll nerf it." Do you actually think it's that good? I think twelve pulls is but, good. Uh, it's a single pull, so. Uh, I think they built it to look. Shard. They built it to look like the strange new world sourcing, with full pulls, half pulls in there, so on. But I think the amount of like... currency that you can gain per week is so much less than the Stranger World, so it's going to be less lucrative. I think it's going to be more similar to the Discovery Recruit Chest, where, yes, you're going to get that slow drip, you're going to get those officers, you're going to unlock everything for you to play eventually, but no one's going to be maxing these officers from this chest alone. And my best uh, early guess is that this is going to be somewhere in between Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks for sourcing. Yeah, lower decks is not right, fun. Little, That's not fun. Lower decks than a lot. And I have something. I would definitely like to point out that you you are all assuming that your average free to play player is going to be able to coordinate all of the other legs and getting into the other ones that they're not starting, um, all of that, and they don't get bumped and whatnot. I mean, if you're looking at an in my opinion, if you're looking at an average free-to-play, they're probably going to get four, maybe five pulls a month. Well, I, I don't. I, I mean, that's possible. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I, I mean, I'm, wrong. I'm just saying, law, law of average. You're going to start a couple. You're going to start your two or three. How the two that you can start. And it's not going to be a perfect world. Like you're, you're probably not going to get in the other uh, six that you need to to make this to make this what what you guys were talking about. Um, I mean, well, I, here's, for here's an average math for, player, not for me, Puts, not for me. I'm I'm going to get it. I hear what right? you're saying, like, but I'll, but I'll I've got, I've got to counter you on that because that's not a yeah. math problem. That's not a Scopely problem. That's an alliance problem. Yes, it is an alliance problem. Absolutely, it's not a math problem. I'm just saying hey i'm trying to be a more realistic and kind of say you know what is the average free to play player going to expect with the average alliance and how they operate right like that's that's just what i'm seeing i'm feeling okay and that's fine and and to which i would reply if that is consistently your oppressed opinion then leave your alliance your alliance is beep Right? Isn't that the famous quote? All right. I'm not saying that it needs to be mathematically perfect. I am using averages, guys. And averages can be better, right? They can also be worse. Like my, my boss tells me this sometimes, Bubba Joe. He says when we're having when we're having like one of those sales meetings or this or that, uh, he'll he'll tell us, be like, you know, 
do you know this is average here's the number this is average do you want me to be talking to the owner of the dealership and describe DJs as oh yeah yeah so he's average right like average is what people should be that's the that's the top of the bell curve that's what everybody should be doing the ma- the majority of people anyway there are going to be people that fall below that putz i agree with that there are also going to be, be people that fall above that I think we all know that. There's going to be grinders out there that get a bunch of this stuff. I'd be willing to bet that there is somebody out there that will ride enough whale tail to do single pulls all month long. Jules, you think it's possible? I bet it's possible. Somebody out there is going to ride enough whale tail to pull this every time. All right? And, And if... You are a player that is consistently getting bumped, that is consistently getting crapped on by the bigs in your alliance, then guess what? It's time to go. And I, I have said this for years. Look here. Captain Anders Stevens. What is he, Bubba? He's a 60, right? Is he a 60? Yes. He He's a yep. 60. He's a 60. And he says, there are too many players rotting away in small alliances. Join a bigger alliance, get better rewards. He is a thousand percent right. Guys, when we're doing when we're doing event store calculations, Bubba Joe, we call a gimme top 25 in an ALB, right? Mm-hmm. We call a gimme. That is the bottom of the barrel. The bottom of the barrel is a 25th ranked alliance. If you are in an alliance below rank 25, you are doing it to yourself. All right? Yeah, and and that is the... when the bigger alliances was like flipping a switch for me. It was a huge swing. It's a in huge like difference. Capability and progression. All right? It, it is... And, and, and I'm here to tell you, that's a personal choice. If you are, are doing that if you are in an alliance below rank 25, that's a choice. And our averages, our math can't apply to you. It probably doesn't apply to you for Cal. It probably doesn't apply to you for Apex. probably doesn't apply to you for literally any alliance event. Okay? Get yourself in a better alliance. If, if you are somebody that is just being bumped at, in, in, in armada after armada after armada, how long are you gonna how long are you gonna take it? Move. All right. And Nakar says, I'm in a top ten alliance. People always getting bumped. <laughs> then I would look at a different top ten alliance, Nakar, because that means the people starting your armadas are assholes. With all due respect. Okay? Ask for the star. Leaders, use your stars. I mean, I, You've got the tools. Don't be lazy. All right. It is, it, it is what it is. And Kiriko, doesn't matter if you made the Armada slots bigger. First of all, they're not. All right. These Armadas pay out. Okay. So they're not going to make them any bigger. They've designed them this way. But even if it was five, even if it was six, we'd be having the same conversation. We'd be having the exact same conversation. In those same alliances, people who are in five and six man 
alliances are also getting bumped. All right? So is what it is, okay? I, I, I'm sorry. I, I have a hard time with that argument. I can present the math. The average here is what it presents. And I'm here to tell you, this is just me. If you make it to the end of this month and you get less than 12 polls, ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. Did you get bumped? Can you remember how many times you got bumped? Was it a bunch? Was it once? Just saying. Just saying. There's going to be a reason that you don't get as many pulls this month, and it could very well fall down to your to your team. It's up to you. Uh, Bubba Joe, rare formation armadas are here, and the complex nanotech is a very, very fine subject, a very fine uh, number of these nanotechs. The, the difference in some cases is as little as three. I think experimenting with loot, experimenting with punching down and using loot is very, very worthwhile investigating. And again, Griffin, will a tally work? No. Will a disco work? I'm sorry, not a disco. A Voyager work? No. Okay? They will not get the damage bonuses. These are coded independently. They are not Delta Quadrant Hostiles. They are not Borg. All right? They, I mean, they work, yeah, they don't have their ship abilities. Obviously, the ship works. You don't get the ship ability. You would, yeah. Okay. Bubba Joe, final commentary on rare formation armadas. I think we're going to wait and see what they bring. I think we're. I, I think we need to see how tough they're going to hit, as to whether you're where you're going to be able to slot in with a rare versus uh, an epic versus an uncommon versus mm-hmm. a jelly. I think we have a lot more data to see with those. As far as the rewards, I've got to see it. Right, I've got to see how. I, I understand we can do the math, but it's going to. It's a. It's going to depend a lot on your alliance. Are you the biggest ship in your alliance? Are you a smaller ship in your alliance? Mm-hmm. But more importantly than that, we've got to see it work. We've got to see it in action. Like we got to see, are we actually getting these numbers we we are hoping we can achieve, or are we falling a little bit short? And some of that could be your lines. Some of that could be your ships. So I got to see what this feels like. I'm not ready to say yes, it's good. No, it's bad. It's somewhere in between. Yet I can say that right now, like I said earlier, it's better than the. The, the the cubes the exchanges or not the exchange but the um expansion cubes and that's about all i'm really to say that right now i think that we need to do testing i think we need to see the size of ship how hard these things really hit i mean all of that's going to kind of influence how good these things end up being yeah okay very fair um real quick just to answer a question about the directives some people are not understanding this exchange so if you go to your seven day <coughs> There is a Excuse problem. <clears throat> yeah. Um, if you go to the seven-day, here's, here's my guess, and I haven't communicated directly with game design on this because this is not an ops thing. It's a game design thing. Yesterday, the chest went down. The chest went down mainly, Bubba, because I believe they had originally coded this currency to go in there, and the currency for that was going to be um, – these unicomplex tech, okay? Um, they were going to source 
I, I'm not exactly sure. I guess they were going to source originally 50 in the seven-day chest of the Unicomplex tech, okay? Um, something failed with that. And by the way, they haven't validated this to me. This is my, this is my guess because I've seen – I saw even what the pre-deployment plan was. I saw the currency. I, I know what they were planning on doing. I'm not sure what the purpose of that was other than I know that they are going to be sourcing – additional directives in events, but they weren't going to do it with directives. They're going to do it with Unicomplex tech. So they gave you this currency converter so that you could turn them into directives. And then the seven-day chest, instead of using the Unicomplex tech, maybe there was something wrong, Bubba Joe, I don't know what it was, but they just decided to put the directives in there uh, straight up. Now, it takes 200 to start a rare, just like normal. If you look in the seven-day chest, one seven-day chest will pay you one Hundred directives. It does follow the original timeline of uh, one start every two weeks, which is completely fine. I think what they ran into yesterday, Bubba Joe, was either an inconsistency or perhaps a, a bug um, with the Unicomplex tech, and they just ended up putting the directives in there straight up. But I know that they do plan on using the Unicomplex tech uh, this month for some events as well, so you will still end up needing that converter, okay? Okay, um, Krusty says some people still don't have the chest up. Uh, no, that should have been that should have been launched for everybody several hours ago. Everybody who has the seven, everyone who's got their seven day chest back should be showing a hundred directives. If not, then clear local reboot. Make sure you have all the updates, all that good fun stuff. All right, make sure you got the client. Blah blah blah. Because, yeah, the seven-day chest was relaunched with 100 directives earlier today. And that, as far as I'm aware, is done. It's been, it's swept everywhere. Okay? All right. Uh, we got to take our final break. Bubba, when we come back, uh, let's get ready to wrap this thing up uh, as quickly as possible. Because uh, I'm hungry. And Oliver's hungry. And uh, we want to go eat. All right? So we're going to take a final break. We'll come back for final thoughts. Maybe, maybe Bubba, you could comment briefly on implementation. <laughs> I'll try to keep quiet. I mean, I'll try to do stay we quiet. Want to? Uh, I mean, it probably deserves to be talked about, but at the same time, like, what's the point, right? Like, I'm right. not, I'm not here to to continue to. I, I think I made my position yesterday really clear. So I don't, I don't know if if we need. Can I? I'll, I'll just say, I know implementation was very, very rough. I have made my position very clear. I've spoken to them. I've written posts, and I've been. Um, I've been pretty vocal on the subject. I don't think beating that drum here today is going to solve anything, especially when I'm hungry and we've done so much teaching tonight. So I, I don't know if there's any point to that, but we'll figure it out. On the other side of the break, maybe three minutes, maybe 20 minutes, Bubba Joe, we'll find out. Uh, here on the stage of Talking Trek Live, this is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and we'll be back right after these words. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give Buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call, 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. Hey, folks, more of that shameless self-promotion. Twitching Trek had a big goal set out for July, and you guys smashed it. We are 33% of the way towards our huge promotional giveaway in the month of October, and if you're just hearing about 
about it? Well, find out more. Visit us on our Twitch page and subscribe to the channel using a simple Tier 1 recurring sub for $4.99 or less and be automatically entered to win your share of up to $2,000 worth of game packs in the month of October. Plus, witness irresponsibility and shenanigans along the way. Twitching Trek needs your help reaching 350 Tier 1 or higher subs for August and September to hit goal. So visit our page today and win big with Twitching Trek and UltimateDJsPlays.com. No purchase necessary. See official rules on Discord for details. This portion of the show brought to you by CrazyBunch.org. Do you suffer from pixel fatigue? Well, we've got a gummy for that. Surtail has the answers for your health and wellness needs, especially when gaming. A gummy for blue light protection and eye health. An energy gummy. Or how about a relaxation gummy to help you chill after Wardod kills all your miners? Surtail is an independent distributor of all the aerial products you'll need to improve your gaming experience. Message Surtail on Discord or go to CrazyBunch.org. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Smello Instant Pudding. The pudding you better eat within two days or you're going to be cleaning out the entire refrigerator. Here in America, people are overdosing every day on the Barbie movie. I can't stop watching clips, sending memes, or quoting lines. It's even more addictive than doing lines. Barbie is ruining lives. I'm obsessed with having Kenergy. I don't even know what that means. But without it, I can't even get off the couch in my Barbie dream house. If we don't address this national epidemic soon, it might be too late. Her pulse rate is dropping. Quick, play that scene with Barbie dancing. So please, call the Barbie Overdose Hotline and get a loved one off the pink menace before they go towards the white light. We're going to lose this one. Introducing Indictment by Donald Trump, the new fragrance that is hard to deny. These claims are all fabricated. A scent so strong it will last all night long. They're pure fiction and they're outright lies. Bold. This is going to be something special. Blunt. I'm really rich. Bigly. It's happening. It's happening bigly. Indictment. Indictment. By Donald Trump. You don't have to go after it for it to come after you. I don't think they like me very much. everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Bubba Joe, did you listen to a lot of Blur when you were younger? Maybe Trader. Trader, did you listen to to Blur? Because I feel like they had some angry music. They really didn't have angry music. It wasn't a ton of Blur for me. I kind of really enjoyed it. Trader, you did not. I didn't hear what you said. They weren't angry enough. Is that what you said? Yeah, it wasn't really my jam. I did listen to yeah, they didn't do a ton. They didn't have as much out. But, I mean, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed listening to their album. It was all right. Uh, good evening, everybody. Appreciate you guys. Uh, welcome back as we get ready to wrap up our show here tonight, Bubba Joe, 
Um, let's first of all, did I did I hit everything on the show? Wait, where did Echo go? Echo never came back, did he? Where's Echo? Here, let me send him a ping. Yo, what do you mean Echo was? You never showed up. We're, was he supposed to come we're here? Wrapping up. Come now, you poop bag. <laughs> I use different. Was words. he supposed to come to the show today? He was going to come in and give Maybe us. A, he... he was going to come in and give us a bugs update. He was going to step in, then you were screaming, and he just backed out. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, now, listen. Listen, Bubba, if he does pop in with a Bugs update, absolutely, under zero circumstances, are you to allow me to ask him about the drip on the chest of the Rare Tech on the Forbidden Tech. Now, I just I can't get back into that tonight, and I, and I don't, I don't want to beat him up. I'm not beating him up tonight. I'll, I'll do it later. I'll I'll, okay. write, I'll take the time to write a note. I'll think about it carefully, okay? I'll think about it kindly. I, I, I'm not going to do it. I will ask him, Amber, I'm not doing it tonight, okay? Not doing it tonight because I'm fired up about it. <laughs> All right? <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Uh, but he was he was going to come in and, uh, and do bug updates, but now he's not answering me. I probably missed my window. What time is it, L.A. time? Let's see. Uh, 5.40. Yeah, see, he's done. He's done with all his stuff. He he should be he should be in here. Uh, I'll send him a text. Ask him about all the bugs for tomorrow. Uh, whatever they will, whatever they will be. Let's see. I gotta find his cell phone number here. There it is. Okay. Hey, ten minutes. Pop in. Bug update. Yeah, yeah. Send. Okay. We'll see. Uh, we'll give we'll give him a couple of minutes to show up. If if not, then uh, what what else was there? Anything else on the uh, on the show notes though, Bubba? We had blue. We had jewels. Station tree. You expect me to look Bugs. at your show notes? I'm looking at them. Uh, rare formation armadas and silliness. Well, I think we covered everything. I think we I think we covered everything. If we can get the bugs update. Uh, yeah, I, that, that's what I should do. Uh, Hugo. Hey, you up? No, not you. I've been told, Trader, okay, while we're, while we're waiting for a minute, let's burn, let's burn a few minutes. I have been told that... I, 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 wanna, I have a question for you before, I, you, before you start something. Uh, I have an important question for you. All right. Where is the Fantasy Fleet Command? I, I've been busy. I haven't had a chance to put it up yet. Tuesday was ARC launch, man. ARC launch. And Monday? Monday, I was preparing for ARC launch. All right, listen, I was still out here late. Oliver, tell them how late I was out here Monday night recording content. Really late. late Because they changed stuff on me, so I had to re-record stuff. Echo actually, he laughed at me. He didn't realize that I record those things in one take. He he didn't know that. He thought that I would edit stuff, record stuff, cut it in, edit it in, patch it in, whatever. I'm like, no, I do it in one shot, man. One shot. So if you change something on me, I got to redo the whole thing. Yeah, I recorded in one shot. So um, he couldn't believe that. And he was like, well, just change this, change that. And I'm like, no, I don't have time for that business. So, yeah, I just uh, just recorded it a lot uh, or recorded it late Monday. So anyway, whatever. Um, anyway, Trader, dang it, Bubba. Now you made me forget my question. What was I going to ask? Where was I leading? Trader, what was I, what was I going for? No, Anchor you music? just started talking to me out of the blue, so I have no idea. Thanks, Bubba. Thanks a lot. It's what I'm here for. <laughs> just, just call me Karkin. What was I saying? What was, was I even saying? 
Oh, no, yes. You, you up. You up. Thank you, Nacar. Thank you. I got it now. So, Trader, you know I've been I've been reintroducing myself to um to to social media. It, yes. What a freaking mess. Okay. <laughs> so there's there are things that that are just bad to say. Like, for example, I wouldn't have known this. Now, fortunately, I didn't send it. I was having a nice conversation with a friend of mine who gave me a list of things that I should not say. Because, you know, I did the poke thing, right? I did the poke thing on Facebook. I, I, I poked. All right? I was told, don't do that. that. That's a creepy old man thing. Yeah, don't, don't poke. Okay? So uh, I was talking to, to somebody and they told me that there was a couple of things in a like a text message or online that you can't that you can't say. Like for example, I texted. Now, fortunately, this was one of my guy friends the other day, Bubba Joe. I texted him. It was like one o'clock in the morning. I said, "Hey, you up?" And he just sent me back a smiley, like the cry laughy emoji. He said, "For you, I will be." <laughs> now I didn't Wait, get are it. You looking for a little Netflix and chill there, DJs. Okay, you're going to have to explain this one to me because Netflix and chill is also on the list of phrases to avoid. I don't even get that one. Uh, it, it's a hookup. Come over and watch some Netflix and quote-unquote chill with your oh. clothes off mutually. Oh. That's code for hooking up, apparently. Okay. Well, it apparently, is. Because, uh, apparently so is... Because Netflix aren't worth watching. Apparently so is, hey, you up. Right, like yes, if you had, that is also looking for a hookup. Yes. Well, thank God I sent it to to one of my guy friends. It was one o'clock. I, I, I mean, seriously, I just asked him if he was awake. That's all I was actually trying to ask because he had texted me several hours earlier and said he wanted to talk to me on the phone. So at one o'clock in the morning, when I got done with all my content and all that stuff, I sent him a text. I said, "Hey, you up?" <laughs> You're looking he's, for a booty call there. Well, he told me he said for me he would be. And I was like, what? That's weird. Like, okay, just call me back. And so then he said, he said, <laughs> then he explained to me that it was, uh, that it's it, apparently what guys send to exes specifically. Like, it's not even necessarily like that. It, it's like the drunk dial booty call. It's, it's like to the ex. I don't, I don't believe it's just guys. Oh, girls do it too. So wait, wait a second. Hold on. So when Trader texted me the other night, and was like, "Hey, you up?" Like that was code. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If I had known, I'd have gotten on a plane right oh. then. Oh my god! She didn't actually do that, but that is funny. I I wouldn't. So You're it's not. <laughs> so it's not just it's not just guys. Girls do it too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh my god. They can use phones too. It's funny that like, are you down could also mean the same thing. Wait, are you down is a bad thing to say. Could mean the same thing as well, are you up. It depends on the context. <laughs> if you're like, hey, you, oh, yeah, are you totally. down to go get some get some I don't know quesadillas. You know, that's a clearly a different context than uh, you know. Yeah, you normally end that with another word rather than just you you down. DTF, DJs, DTF. What is that? Down to <laughs> blank. Oh, oh my God. Oh, what, is, what is wrong with these kids? 
Okay, first it's of all, just kids, DJ. These have been things for like it's efficiency. Oh my god, it's guys! Me. No, listen. It's old text language. Benny Hill, I haven't <laughs> socialized for like almost fourteen years. Okay, like th- this isn't. This is not a thing yeah, for me. I don't like LinkedIn. You just got to make like a 500 connections. Just spam out DTF everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been. I have not done this on the Internet. No, no. Crazy. I'm not. I'm not doing that crazy. And and I'm going to be back in the old IRC days. You always shortened everything down to like, um, you know, single letters or anything like that, you know. Uh, you had certain know what IRC characters. means. See, I know. I, by the way, I know BRB. That's that's be right back. I know that one. Okay, listen. Yeah. Uh, I, I just it's funny. All right. I, I guess I guess Echo's not showing up. Uh, but but I so no, I'm not. I'm not like full out. Like I'm just trying to like get familiar with with uh, like social media. Like I'm just trying to kind of like you know get back out there and just. Like talk to people, Bubba. I just want to talk. Like I, is that wrong? That's not what social media is for. <laughs> Obviously, don't you, don't you sing? Yes, I agree. It is a, it is a tough space. It's a it's a it's a yeah. tough little spot because, like, honestly, aside I from aside from this, aside from doing content, aside from being out here, like it's pretty lonely, man. I got no adult interaction in my real life except for with customers, and customers suck. Yeah. Okay. Sam. C- customers, uh, but no customers are terrible. Media I literally get. Don't, I don't disagreed. I don't get any replies. Like I hardly get any replies from anything. It's yeah. I get it. <laughs> I yeah. So I've I've downloaded an app or two. I, I've I've swiped right a few times, Trader. I, pff, nothing. I'm not renewing the stupid yeah. app. It costs forty dollars. I'm not renewing it. Stupid. <laughs> I oh, just free ones out there. there. Have you had a female friend in your life? Look at your profile. Wait, what? So, yes. Get a, get a woman's perspective on what, what your I'm sorry. Looks like. I'm sorry. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. So, if you're referring to you, because Trader, literally, you're like the only female I talk to on a regular basis. Okay. So, if, if you screenshot me what you typed in your Tinder profile, <laughs> I will happily look at it and make sure that like it's not is... a. I feel Giant like, red flag. I feel like this is going to end we'll up grind on, on uh, this we'll is going to. Like I just have tender. I, I will. I will. I will <laughs> maintain confidentiality. But let me tell this you, going to end up on the There are giant waving red flags all over Tinder, and you get really good as a female in. <laughs> oh my god! If you, if you right can't trust. If you can't trust your lawyer, who can you trust? That's true. That's true. Are we covered by confidentiality agreement? Okay, good. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I've got. <laughs> I wrote it, can't so believe... I can say no. We're not. I can't believe we're actually doing this right now. Uh, how do I even see? How do I see my own profile? How can I view my own profile? You typed it. You entered the information. I don't how... remember what I put in there. It's probably full oh of red my flags. God. It's probably oh terrible. Oh my god. You go into oh edit your profile. <laughs> no, that it's like five pages long. You got all these questions and stuff. Dude, you I'll help be, do this. I'll, You're just so dude, used. Like worry. we're playing this I'll game. You're just so used woman. to being screwed. I don't just even. Give her your, totally now I can't even find my profile. Oh, there it is. Okay, now I see it. All right. Oh, good. He defeated. He defeated a boss. Yay! Yay! Okay. All right. Yeah, Happy so meal. My guess, my guess is it's either. For the, for the audience, 
It's either like I a don't dissertation mind. style description no, I or don't, I don't, okay. You guys want the I don't mind to read it to you. No, no, it's okay. No, 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 just, no, no. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. As long because as it's the word it's not that personal. Male, well, as long public. as the words alpha male don't appear in it, you're probably okay. Oh my god, no, it doesn't say alpha anything male? like that. Alpha male? Do, do people write that crap? Oh, yeah. Who talks like that? Like, who who says uh, they're an alpha male? D bags and wannabes. Yeah, I don't say alpha male. It's it's a thing. It's a thing for it's a thing. <laughs> Look at Anders. Alpha no. males do. Yeah. No, no, they don't. They don't. That's hilarious. They All right. Here you go. For everybody listening, a PSA, there is no such thing <laughs> as an alpha male. They don't exist. I wrote it's alpha cat. I'm an alpha cat. Lame. Alpha kitty. An alpha cat. Uh, alpha kitty. Okay, here we go. Uh, no, here's why I, I don't <laughs> think it's that bad. It's actually very short. It's very He's short. Apex predator. I'm, I'm a single dad of three great boys age 8 to 16. I love Star Trek, cooking, and water parks. I'm a self-proclaimed nerd but love baseball, football, and traveling. I lead a busy life but would love to share that with someone who appreciates it and enjoys it as much as I do. Guilty pleasures include cheesecake and horror movies. I'm terrible at dating profiles, so this is all all right. I look forward to saying hi. That's it. That's that, what it says. That actually is really awesome. I like that. Okay. You got a voice like a DJ. That's really awesome. P.S. I'm an alpha male. <laughs> oh my god. And and for the and for the record, and for the record, it it even like it even says like down here like and you know what the looking for thing is. It says looking for friendship. Like I'm not trying to like go out and do anything crazy, IJ. Like I can I just be straight up? Like I'm really lonely, man. Like Outside, I, I've said this to Bubba, and I've said it to Trader, I've said it to you guys. Outside of this, like, I don't talk to grown-ups. <laughs> like, huh, you know, like, and I don't ever leave the mountain. Like, I don't go to bars. I don't go to restaurants. Yeah. Like, I, to me, the most awkward thing in the world, Trader, is going to a restaurant by yourself. Like, I find that yeah. very awkward. <laughs> yes. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Okay. You get the stairs. You get the. You get the yeah, look. Right? You they wonder what's wrong with you. They'll notepad <laughs> and just constantly write stuff down. They'll think you're the health inspector. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. See, and look what Don writes. Don says, listen, none of us are grown ups either. That's the thing. Like, I have no adult interactions. <laughs> All right, that's why I'm I'm looking forward to going back to Los Angeles next month. I'm really looking forward to it. I by the way, Trader is now confirmed. I had to beg her, Bubba Joe. Uh, basically. She doesn't know this, but I actually wrote an email to the judge on her case. All right. I wrote the email and I just said, hey, listen, Trader owes me a lap dance. And <laughs> this is the only time that it can happen. So, you know, alpha male to alpha male. Can you help me out? He was like, yeah. He's like, I'm good. So, so the criminal gets oh a stab. I, I created a monster today, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a really, that's a really odd thing since I'm pretty sure the judge was a woman. Yeah, that's that's weird. That explains the DTF I got on the end of that email. Now <laughs> All right, now I got it. Uh, didn't know. Okay. <laughs> All you right. ever made signature. it with a judge before? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I guess, I guess uh, I have, like, okay. 
Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, guys that I, uh, like I said, I'm not trying to rush into nothing to try to do anything crazy. I, I really am just like, I am just looking for someone that like I can text and have a little bit of fun. Really truthfully. Can I, can I be straight up with you? I, uh, I want to flirt. I want to flirt a little bit. Wait, what? Oliver says that he's got girlfriends and he'd let me flirt with one if I wanted to. Did you? <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, he's. No, I don't, he, I don't want to, yeah. buddy. But thank you. That's very kind of you. That's really Good sweet. Good offer. I appreciate but. it, buddy. But yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a pass on that. Um, <laughs> Unless one of your girlfriends is your girlfriend's mom. He could totally be and... a wingman, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah no so I don't I, I just I just want absolutely to, is is, is one of his to. is one of his is one of Oliver's girlfriends Stacy maybe <laughs> maybe Stacy's mom all right so yeah no it, it's just uh, I don't I don't know I I guess I'm just when I'm sitting by myself like and I just yeah, want to talk to someone it's, it's I'm just trying to I'm trying to oh, yeah. Um, yeah I'm trying 100%. to remember uh, how to talk to people. Because I haven't for a long time, so uh, and like I haven't done social media. Like, honest, my my Facebook profile picture trader was seven years old. Okay, I'm seven. posting something in the chat room. This seven. is real. This is real. I think you're so considered scro- catfishing now. I'm scrolling back. I'm catfishing here. I'm not catfishing with a, with a seven year old post. Maybe. See, I should I should have led with that. Yeah. Is that, no. Is that not good? So wait, that actually showed up at like so that shows up in in like a wow yeah it's like the first line what, shows up. Well, you don't realize yeah. that's actually his it's... password. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> Juby is like, listen, I mean, it's not a bad disclaimer. Like, do you want someone who's bad? Like, I mean, okay. Fine. All right, guys. Anyway, I'm that that's it. I'm trying to find some more. This is amazing. Uh, wait, this is we, amazing. And we I'm should we should now. save this for tomorrow night. I tell you what, you you guys, that's what we'll do tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, you guys can help me with my Tinder profile, and oh, and this we is can one hundred percent a Twitch. Oh uh, yeah, this this is gonna be fun. All right, you guys can help me with my Tinder profile. Are we gonna do? Are we gonna do a see your screen and help you? Um, and trader. And Trader can help with uh, with some great examples of what not to use. Okay, so Trader, you save these things. We'll do them tomorrow night on Twitch, and uh, and you guys can uh, assist in getting me back into the world of humans after fourteen years. Um, and uh, and there's that. I listen, Kirk. I'd done the Twitter. I, I did the face. I'd started the Facebook dating thing, but that was the then trader told me only old people are on Facebook. So I don't need yeah, another so one. Only old people are on Facebook. I don't need another one. All right. You, you're talking about Bumble and there's all these, I get because I, because I signed people. up for one and actually I'm pretty sure that because I, I clicked on the Facebook one. Now that's all I'm getting in my newsfeed are, are dating services. Like there's like 50 of them. You all right. The seal. Uh, yeah, they're, they're everywhere. Uh, yeah, Solid Shadow, I actually, I'm on a waiting list for FerengisOnly.com. I'm going to try that one out. Mm. All right, <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a thing. Guys, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, Dr. Juby, I clicked on the I one, and as it turns spicy. out, hot singles are not looking for me in my area, okay? Like, I, who would have known? So, uh, there's that. Uh, anyway. Uh, guys, 
thank you for hanging out with me tonight. Thank you for doing, uh, for hanging out for all of the content that we did today. It was a lot. We did the. We, Do we did even the know where the rails are at this point. Nah, whatever. Nope. We, we, nope. we had we had a good time. We had a good time, and we well, did a lot of teaching. We talked. All, we did all the teaching. We did all the good stuff. So uh, there is that. We will uh, come back tomorrow night with some more content, and then. Who knows when after that? We'll uh, we'll hang out. We'll have a good time. And I'll do a little bit more digging. Guys, be sure to put in your data into the thread for the rare formation. Uh, try wizard chest, starter chest, participant chest. We need it all. Please uh, be sure to help us out. Uh, Blue and Jules, appreciate you for your contributions. I would also like to invite you to visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. That's TalkingTrekSTFC.com. Dot com where you can find links over to our Twitch, over to our YouTube where we put up some content, and also to our merchandise store where you can go and buy. Um, actually, did you mar- launch it yet, Mark? Trader, he made a Talking Trek bento box. It's yes. legit. Ooh. It's legit yep. a lunch Tupperware. <laughs> we, we've we got... And just new leggings, too. And new leggings. All right, check it out on the, uh, on the merch store. Available at TalkingTrekSDFC.com. Also, you can find a link over to our Gold Patriots program where you can turn your name gold in the Discord uh, for as little as $5 a month or $10 a month. We'll get your names read like these fine contributors right here. Lord Nadelix, Lady Kess, Trader, Iron Chef, Virtual Army, D-Lyle, Mechrack, Hammerhead, Regis, Jayberg, Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Lobot, It's Hunter, Tagora, Cruzita, Ransusi, Hank, Abe, DJ Gur, MC101, Late Nighter, Light Bolt, Chloe P, Loves Cat Guys, Zalvinar, Zinfried, Ensign, Morale, Kim, Stormbringer, Bills Mafia, Bayonetta, Crogthorn, Smoke Mohawk, Purr, 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 Jet Ski, Papa Smurf, Jason, Captain Jack Morris, Benium, Scorpionis, Archer, and Honey, Liam, and Dominus, Casey Jones, DJ, Is Tal's BFF, Chronic Break, Wet Willie, Joe, Canine Tooth, Sir Tail, Warren, A Fox, Judge Crank, G Force, but make us Captain Q, Garrett, Game Junior, Admiral, and Water, Touch, Roar, Scarlet Hawk, Loser, Kendall, Wardod, Once More, Armada, Seven of Nine, Jagged, Nebigo, Full Tilly, Blue Mandalorian, Noxus, Exhibitor, Fermax, Dr. Link, Clueless, Wins, Kizoido, Likes of Bath, Welch, Finding Texas Aggie, Gunner, Mighty Croc, Unimatrix, Adam on Server 20, The Web, Balabomb, Kiga 101, Primal Fear, Medic 2 and 3, J Babes, Dark Knight, Stratoblaster, Pixelate, Lost in Buddy, Spectre, Yukai Nika, Diva Dorsal, Ostronati, McLovin, DJ Screams My Name, Jazzmeister, TNT Assassin, Griffin, Mean Bean, Thomas, and Colin. Thank you guys for contributing at a level of $10 or more per month to Talking Trek, a registered trademark, and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am Ultimate DJs, your friendly neighborhood cat person. Sam Meow for now. Love you, minute. We'll catch you on the next one. Good night, everybody. Meow. <laughs>